Hey everybody, what's up? I am Mark. I am Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. All right, I got to. I took some footage with my phone of the episode starting and us starting up the uh, the video camera for our YouTube channel. Check us out at YouTube. Search Shop Pod with a zero, like and subscribe. But yeah, that was kind of fun. Episode twenty twenty eight. This is twenty eight. Uh, twenty nine. This is twenty nine. Yeah, this is twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's still cool. <laughs> I think it's pretty neat. This up. This is um. It's getting to that fun point now where we've got this stockpile of episodes where people will say something to me like. Actually, it's getting annoying. It's almost it's almost getting annoying because people like my friends or anybody will mention a topic and I'll go, you should check out my podcast because we talked about that exact thing. Because we've covered so much now. We've got relationships and movies and, you know, the Batman and Star Wars. And then we dig into the convoy and politics and so many different things, really, you know, and... Um, and then we got into hockey last week. I guess so many of my friends are like, what, you guys talked about hockey? Oh, fucking listen to that episode. Like, hey, yeah. all my hockey nut friends, you know? So it's, 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 it's getting to that fun point now where I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, which one? And I'm like, that's why we need that person that we hire with this, like, well, actually, I've never, a shot pod nerd. Well, actually, in episode 18 minute, one, one hour and 12 minutes, Alex did talk about this topic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get our own wiki page. Yeah. The shot pod wiki. Shot, it would be the shiki or, or the shot wiki. I guess the shot wiki. Wiki yeah. with a zero shot yeah. wiki with zero Pat, don't take it from us <laughs> you know, someone out there right now go, i'm gonna register that shit and yeah. sell it back to them in a year <laughs> how you doing mark i am doing all right how are you it's been a week i don't know the economy man it, that we're i was at the grocery store today and i know we're going to talk about a lot of things today but you know just what's relevant in the world right now uh, I saw four families squabble with their children about what they were buying at No Frills. And No Frills is the, the power, poor person grocery store here in Canada and up in Oshawa where we are. It's the, you know, where you go when you're looking for discount stuff. It's got a dirty floor that's not painted. And they don't <laughs> usually put fucking, some of them don't put tiles in the ceiling. They just have, you know, they, they keep it cheap, right? It's the No Frills. The Frills don't exist, bud. They left them at the door. You want Frills? <laughs> go to Freshco, bitch. So, <laughs> anyways, we go to No Frills and I'm watching people be like, no, you know, sorry, little Jimmy, you can't get your flavored water crap because it's it went up 50 cents this week and it's not in our budget because it's two dollars and ten cents a liter for gas just to get here so i I got it was kind of interesting to watch because i'm a single dude i don't got no kids and even i'm struggling so it's it's what fun it's not fun it's interesting to watch all my friends with kids and my my music buddies and everybody just struggling right now like they're all like why won't this dollar get me as far as it used to and it it won't get me anywhere i need two just to leave the house yeah so for me, actually, uh, and, and my family here, there was a heavy rainstorm yesterday with Hurricane Mach 1 winds. Yeah. And, so there's, uh, there's footage all over oh people yeah. of, with them. There's some good ones. Um, if you have Mark Smith on, on Facebook or you go on the Shot Pod page, Search with a Zero on Facebook, where we have a picture of a tree in his neighborhood knocked right the fuck over. And I mean, the roots of this thing, what, what do you think? the? It's got to be eight feet across the the radi or the the diameter of this circle of earth yeah. they pulled up with that tree insane. Yeah, insane and it's just laying on a house beside actually it's laying on the house beside us right now as we speak <laughs> i pulled in today and stopped dead in my car just stopped and stared at this tree leaning on the house next door like fuck that's a lot of weight oh the house doesn't teeter over <laughs> it is. but it's br- it's a brick house and it was a 70s built house not like these new shitty you know throw them up houses yeah. they actually yeah. built these houses properly 
Yeah. So the messed up part was we were without power from 12, no, one thirty till 12.30. So about afternoon night. till midnight. Yeah, yeah. Pain, pain in the ass and- No internet. What, no internet and what really sucks- yeah, But you had your data. Uh, we did, but because I would just hot with no power, you can't yeah, really. But can't, here, can't but here's the thing: uh, it it hits such a wide scale that sixty thousand people were were affected, and cell towers were affected too. Yeah, I, so, I know because my internet died in Oshawa for a short while. Yeah, so we didn't necessarily have any data or or any signal. Because if you've got no tower, you got it says roaming. It says you're roaming and then so you can't get So we kind of reverted back into like the 80s where it's like, well, if we want to do something, it's got to be, be outside or let's do something else or, or whatever. So Play a board game. Did you yeah. guys bust out trouble? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just get the dust off the board games. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Monopoly. I think so it's Monopoly. Actually, here. we went over to Walmart and we were thinking, hey, let's check out the games and maybe get some more board games or whatever. And my oldest there, he kept saying, like, how about we get sorry? I'm like, no, because I don't want to send you home with a bruised shoulder. <laughs> so that when my oldest son beats me in the game and he goes home, what happened? Well, I beat dad in the game. Sorry. So, I- so he beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or you beat him really badly in it. And then he just accosts you in a way that your child has never done before. You're like, I've never seen this side of you, man. He's just like, fuck you, John. I hate you. You're like, I loved you, son. You were the chosen one, Ethan. It was said that you would win at Monopoly, not destroy it. I hate you, dad. I just walk in. I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This is awesome. I uh, Can I be C-3PO in this scene, guys? Anyways, um, so you guys went over, just went out to kind of, also you said you surveyed the city to see the damage. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of drove around and took some pictures of some uh, toppled over poles and all that stuff. Now, Whippy got hit really bad. Probably seems like the worst. Probably the worst <laughs> around here. Other, but other than other than Uxbridge. Uxbridge. So okay. like Uxbridge, like thoughts and prayers. Can we can we do our? <laughs> this is one thing I've always wanted to do on the podcast, and I know I'm making light of a horrible situation, but can we send our thoughts and prayers to the people of Uxbridge right now? Because that city got fucked up pretty bad. Oh yeah, car flipping. Um, I mean, this is why we have home insurance and stuff, but still, like, car flipping, trees down, electricity was gone. I think it's still out. Is it, is it back up yet, or it just... It's definitely out. Like, it's still out? Oh, for uh, sure. I think they said it would be the out amount, all week. The amount that they that, that it was down. Even uh, Tamara's mom was told that the power would be restored by Tuesday. She luckily got power back, but there's still some areas of Whippy that have uh, that don't have power. But yeah, Ux, Uxbridge, like I was saying, like... It's almost like Uxbridge had had kicked Mother Nature's dog, and Mother Nature was like, "Oh, I, I have having none of that. this." Yeah, no, no, that's funny. I don't understand what Uxbridge did. It's such a cute little town. I used to play at this the couple little bars up in Uxbridge when we yeah. were, you know, we we're doing the original band stuff. There's a, there's a little community of musicians up there. It was fun. The Uxbridge bands were always fun to party with. And to go play in Oxbridge was always a good time. Yeah, um, yeah man, I never had issues up there, but that's kind of... Uh, and it's weird, too, because I was working when it happened at Taunton and Girard area, yeah. not far from where you live, up in North Whitby. And, like, you know, I, 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 was, I was working outside on a stretch. <laughs> so I, I see the wind pick up, and I'm like, I guess I'll go in the car. So I get in the car, put the windows up, and I put my head down and just fucked up my phone for, like, Half an hour. I didn't yeah. pay. That. And then I put my head up and the street has come down and it's <laughs> falling apart. I did not notice because the car has bombarded with, 
with rain. I'm listening to the radio. I was listening to this new song by this band called Dear Rouge, which is a Canadian band that's got, got some indigenous roots in them. They're pretty dope. They're on the radio and shit. I was just rocking out, you know, in my own world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, the apocalypse happened. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of those movies where like, you know, if, if, if something happens where you fall asleep or so, you get into some kind of cryo sleep and then you wake up and everything's changed, the world's just changed and ended. Mom, yeah. dad, everything I knew is gone. It's a hundred years later, you know, like Futurama style. Like that. I felt like that. I felt like I just woke up post-apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> is this the Hunger Games? You know, but fuck, it was interesting. It blew my mind how it went from that pretty beautiful day. Yeah. Pretty nice day. So we have trees knocked over. I saw pictures in Oxbridge. Now, here's the thing. So Whitby, we've got a tree knocked over and we're like, that's crazy. But in Oxbridge, there's actually like a four-door sedan. Like, it looks like a Nissan, maybe a, an Altima or something. Upside fucking down. Yeah. In the city, like right near Oxbridge City Center. And it is parallel to another upside down white smaller vehicle and a two telephone poles crisscross in this picture. It looks like like straight out of fucking you know children of men. It's a little crazy. Um, what do we do wrong? What do you mean? Are we letting our country being taken over by communists and God is punishing us? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's it, I'm saying it's an option. Yeah. <laughs> That's a possibility. So, I mean, so, so, so far that has been the weekend, right? And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just so ever so thankful that, uh, my oldest who's glued to technology didn't like say, Hey dad, can you take me back to mom's? How old's your oldest? 18. So yeah, eight, it's a bad age for that. Like they are attached to the screen. Yeah. I posted a thing recently you might've seen, and it was a picture of very 90s looking kids. We had our plaid skateboards and it looked just like me and my two or three buddies probably going out Halloween night 98. You know what I mean? In this picture. <laughs> and it said, we are this weird generation that grew up where it was like, come home when the street lights turned on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and they, it was a really, it provided a few good examples about how the generation ahead of us has four different emails because they know that's the smart way to be. And that's ridiculous. And the generation after us gets scammed with their emails when it's like, oh, I'm a prince from Africa and I need your money. We're in the center. We're smart enough to know that that's a bad idea but that you only need two emails to get anything done one so your main email and a second one in case you ever forget that password <laughs> or get drunk and change it right that's really it and that's that's a practical way to be and you know what i mean we're just we're realistic in the way that we don't overdo the technology like these kids today they're addicted to the tiktok this that and the other like they just have the whole list and if they're not on one they're on the other so there was a netflix special that came out and it talked about how uh, all these apps on social media just are, are made to have these kids addicted to the point where when you take away their phone, their life is over. The screaming fits, the, oh yeah. my God. And uh, we experienced a lot of that here with uh, Tamara's daughter upstairs. <laughs> so uh, like I made a remark. It's like, oh man, t uh, like your mom could take away your phone and you scre scream blue bloody murder. But then when mother nature does it, you're just like, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's yeah. I think it's, it, that's so true. Yeah, the power goes out, and it's just like, oh well. Actually, I was at the grocery store shortly after this happened, and I remember I was joking with the the young girl. She's ringing me out right, and I was like, I don't know if you remember. You probably don't. I said in this really mean tone. I said, but back in two thousand three, and she cut me off and went, I wasn't born. <laughs> and I was like, back in two thousand three, we had this huge blackout for like a fucking week, yeah. and I had to go to the grocery store that I worked at because I worked for Price Chopper at the time, and the owner and the general manager were out front on lawn chairs with fucking 
weapons to keep people from getting in the store. Because in Toronto, when that blackout happened, they were rioting and, well, not rioting, but they were busting into stores and taking shit. So, of course, you know, the, the, all us losers in the suburbs are like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> we forget that we're privileged, upper-class suburban people. Well, we were until, you know, communism took over the country and destroyed the suburbs. <gasps> but anyways, at this time <laughs> in 2003, when there was opportunity in the suburbs to, like, buy houses and get jobs, we were doing that. And so we were protecting the grocery stores. So I show up for, a, he had the guys that were working showing up for his shift, like regular styles, but you just sat in a lawn chair with him to make sure no one broke into the store. Like yeah. his backup, little, little fucking 16 year old blonde hair, blue eyed, 106 pound Alex sitting there in a lawn chair. What am I going to do? Someone wants to fucking lettuce <laughs> or somebody wants to steal the ice cream. Like I ain't going to do shit. But anyways, it was, it was interesting um, to, to think about that. Every time we have one of those, this style of blackout or this style of, of mother nature damage. I picture that week. Remember that? Yeah. 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 So at that time I was actually with, uh, with my oldest mother nice. and, and she was, she was trying to be friends with an ex-boyfriend and this ex-boyfriend would constantly call up and, and say like, you know, well, how about I get you this? How about I get you that? And during the blackout, it's like, Oh man, I'm going raiding. I'm going to go pick you up a ring. And then, and then his mother would tell me, uh, and then I'm like, so, <laughs> And you think it's okay to be friends with this guy who's legitimately trying to piss off your boyfriend? Like he's, yeah. he's trying to get under your boyfriend's skin and you think it's okay. And it's now there's no power, so I could murder him and no one's going to hear him <laughs> screaming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's funny. I don't get, I've never quite understood that. It's a relationship problem. It's a huge issue. If you're with somebody and like, just, and somebody else is being, you know, kind of like, it's obvious they dig you. Like you, you got to nip it in the butt. How hard is it to send a... I really love my boyfriend. Get over it. Like I've sent that to girls. Like I really like the girl I'm with. You need to get over it. Just yeah. those exact words. I've done it to a current friends of mine. And in that moment, they might get pissy, but then they'll still be chatting. Like those girls are still friends with me now. The girl I was dating is fucked off and long gone. Yeah. And they need to realize that. You know what I mean? They need to realize this probably, it might hey, be great if it did, but it probably won't. So just calm down. You'll get your chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's how you have to treat it, you know, because if, it, if, if it's I've, too many relationships, if you drop somebody because somebody else is messaging you, that's the biggest problem, I think, with the world right now. I think that's why a lot of relationships don't work because it's so easy to move on to the next thing. You can be at the, you can know that their current relationship is at its at its end. You know what I mean? You're yeah. bickering. Maybe you're looking at places. Maybe, you know, you, there's some, some infidelity. Maybe, maybe you shit the bed. Maybe you found poop in the bed and you're like, that's yours, isn't it, sweetie? I'm not, <laughs> it was a prank gone wrong, I swear, honey. You know, like, yeah, you never know. Maybe you're missing a piece of your finger. Not quite sure how. You know what I mean? Just, you're like, this is, you know what? This might be the end. Um, and you've got this next person messaging you. Maybe you're venting to a girl. And it's about how you're mad at your girl. Oh, I'm so mad at, at I'm so mad at Samantha. She's being so mean. And you know, Christine's and fucking. Oh, it's okay. Samantha's a bitch. I got you. You message me anytime you need anything. You know. And it's it's all you've. There you go. You've sown the seeds of now. You're gonna be banging Christine after you leave Samantha. It's already yeah. set up. And that a guarantee because of that transition. If you'd given the Christine a proper chance, maybe that relationship could have blossomed to something. But you, because we're always jumping into the next thing, I am currently watching somebody that is closest, cl closer to me than I probably want them to be do this exact thing. <laughs> like drop one broad for the next one before there's they've really dealt with what happened with the last one and to fill a void yeah and it's a bad place to be and i feel like you are filling a void when you're doing that and i see men do it all the time if you're a dude and you're and you're and you're getting the next one going all the time I, a lot of my buddies are like do you that. remember there, there was a hit song that came out by uh hinder 
the Honey, lips of an angel. I can't fucking stand. So late. Now, what drove me crazy is this song earned a certain amount of popularity. Oh, it, was to a, it. it was no fuck you. It was a number one song. Yeah. It was a huge hit. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa. And what's it about? What is it about? Infidelity. It's about fucking the next bitch and being like, it's okay. I'm a man and I don't care. I don't, my girl's in the next room because I'm a fucking piece of shit talking to you. That should be the lyric, okay? That should be the lyric. But yeah. it's not. The lyric is my girl's in the next room and that's all right because I'm talking because I got this next thing going. Don't worry, Christine. <laughs> this dick is coming for you next. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. And it's, it, it's not just guys. I'm, I know I'm talking about men. Girls do this stuff too. Yeah. Got Girls line them up and, and they, they who they learn it from. <laughs> That's why I love when men get mad about this because I had a girl do this to me. I had a girl play re, the past few months, play me up, get me online. Hey, what's up, cutie? Chat me up, be real, and we hit it off. Get me over to her place, have a great night, fucking bang the hell out of me, and then be like, "Yeah, I think you're too hyper. I don't want to talk to you." And drop me like I'm hot, and I'm like, "Oh, this stings." But that's what we do. This is, this, this is a manly thing to do. I mean, I don't really fuck around like that, so it bogged me a bit. But you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> I just kind of smiled and waved because I'm sure a thousand guys have done that to her. So yeah. she doesn't have any guilt for it. Yeah. Uh, you got to know how to play the game. It doesn't make the game any more less hurtful. <laughs> but yeah, that song was a huge hit. Matt, and I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a karaoke guy. Uh, and that's still a pretty big karaoke. I would say at least... Three or four times a year, I hear somebody cover that. And everybody in the bar is like, oh, I fucking love this song, yeah. I'm a fucking slut and it's all okay. I love this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm with yeah. you. Thank you for mentioning that. That's definitely the hinder that did that. Yeah. So we're going to move on to this beautiful segue. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to trip myself up in this segue. So with the She-Hulk trailer releasing, it's like, okay, the She-Hulk trailer is coming out. There's a new female Marvel superhero, and it, it seems to be what, what they're pushing at Marvel, right? Uh, that's why some people are referring to it as the MCU, right? <laughs> I like so, that. So, like, you have, uh, you have Captain Marvel, you have Miss Marvel, um, She-Hulk. Hawkeye was all about the girl. And and yeah. the and the Scarlett Johansson sister, so that was very yeah. Even so, the, so you're gonna have you're the seeing, new black widow. You're yeah. gonna have the new female. The new black female. Well, a black female black widow is not new, but still, it's a, it's a, it's another lead character. And then yeah, now Hawkeye has become a girl. Yeah. Uh, we're giving Thor to a girl. Yeah. Now it's gonna be Natalie Portman will be the new Thor. So yeah, that is the the MCU. Yeah. I really think that's funny. <laughs> it's a bit of overkill. <laughs> yeah. Thank God they're not doing that with Star Wars now. It looks like they might try to do it with Reva yeah. in Obi-Wan. We, we we saw there was a leak that the massive... I think I... Did I talk about the big Obi-Wan leak? Have we talked about the big leak? I don't think we did. I think we talked about Obi-Wan, but I don't think we talked about the leak. I don't know. Well, I'll... I'll, I'll maybe we'll do that later. Yeah. I'll put that on the later list. Okay. But yeah, there's a huge leak about the story. And it's very... It's basically saying that instead of the show being about Obi-Wan, it's mostly about the black, the, the black girl who plays the Inquisitor, who's a great actress, and I'm looking forward to her character, but apparently there's just so much focus. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's called Obi-Wan. Just like Boba Fett was called Boba Fett, but it had two full episodes of Mando and Ahsoka and yeah. Yoda and everybody. People need to realize that that's their, what they're going to do. So anyways, yeah, yeah in interesting. So, okay, continue. Okay, so because of all the Marvel stuff, my biggest hero right now is Camille Vasquez. And I don't know if everybody has seen it yet, but if you haven't, there are YouTube videos of, of the amount of objections she got in less than 10 minutes is over 40 because 
Miss Hurd's lawyers are so stupid. They're ill-prepared. Yeah, it's all hearsay, 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 lack of foundation, lack of foundation, lack of foundation, yep. objection, relevance. Like, it, it goes on. It's, it's amazing. It's actually quite impressive to watch, so much so that other lawyers are calling her firm to say, like, hey, if you guys haven't made this chick partner yet, you're Do fucking it. insane. Yeah. Make her part. She's about to be a very famous. <laughs> she's going to become, what was, uh, uh, she's going to become Johnny Cochran, the, the new Johnny <laughs> yeah. Cochran, which yeah. if you don't know is OJ Simpson's lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so they, so they brought up, uh, as long as you got the cash to pay for Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. So they brought up Amber's past relationship for having a history of abuse in which she denies. But Camille brings up the fact that it was witnessed by the media uh, I think it was outside an airport. So it's like, oh, you can deny it, but the entire act was witnessed yeah. by a media source outside an airport. Regardless, she was busted, denied it, and uh, the, the, I think uh, the charges were dropped or something like that. So because the charges didn't stick, that's why it's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't abuse somebody. <laughs> so anyways, she's been caught lying, committing perjury. Another clip brought up uh, from a trial in UK shows her reacting in that trial to an audio clip where she was stating Johnny Depp was trying to enter a room but uh in today's trial she claims that she was barricading a doorway so like the stories are changing it's like no he was trying to enter the room oh no no but here he was blocking it and you smashed a door into his head in which case uh he was actually either trying to open or close the door and he scraped the tops of her toes in which case in the, he states in the audio it was an accident he he didn't mean to like god's honest truth he didn't mean to she reacted by kicking the door which hit johnny in the head then punched him in the jaw and like she openly admits to punching him in the jaw <laughs> in the audio like it's in the audio <laughs> okay so there's there's just too much evidence against amber and very little if anything uh that supports her stories she has pictures of uh the breakfast table in which it looks staged like she's like hey let's line up some some lines of coke and take a picture she took she took pictures of the guy sleeping to say he was on a bender, while he says he was tired from working a seventeen hour day. As actors, yeah, know. it's actors <laughs> when they're working or, or work themselves to death, and then when they have the time off, they, yeah. they enjoy it. Yeah. So for someone who's afraid of uh, Johnny, she sure did want a lot. In which case, she said, "I never wanted anything except the Range Rover and three yeah. penthouses." Right. right. <laughs> and as, soon, as soon as the breakup happened, yeah. too, she's like, "Here's what I want: seven million dollars, supposed to be donated." In which she pledged she would donate them, and then didn't, mm. uh, and instead spent the money, and then said, "No, I was too busy being sued, and that's why, and that's why I didn't pay because Johnny was suing me." It's like, oh, okay. So 13 months later, when Johnny sued you and all that money was gone, where did that money go? That that's a and, and yeah, that's this is the thing, man. You got to be accountable for a lot, that amount of money. Like, I mean, it, it, it. I this is one of the biggest parts of the case because this is what could really sink her as far as jail time. Yeah, because you're not that credibility. you're not. A, it's not only that you're not allowed to talk about like with the government what you're going to do. Ex, you know, if you're told to do something with your your money, you got to pay taxes out of all that and everything. She, this is the part that could get her in some trouble. Yeah, I mean, she definitely. Yeah, she could have some issues get, getting movies and, and all that kind of bullshit. But she's not going to do hard time for anything except for this money stuff. The money stuff's what's going to put her in a, in the bin if yeah. you know what i mean if that yeah. happens so she best she got to tread lightly with it so when johnny uh said that he would pay the charities in her name that the seven million dollars she said no because if you do that uh you'll owe twice as much so that brings it up to 14 million so i was like okay well then he made his payments and he ended up giving her the full seven mil and you know she just didn't do what she pledged she was going to do uh but in light of uh this happening uh Sorry. 
Uh, good news came out. I, I've repeatedly talked about how... La, 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 la. <laughs> this is just me slightly adjusting my yeah. mic. I think we're good now. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're good So now. I've repeatedly <laughs> talked about... Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, the petition against oh my Warner God. Brothers. I'm so fucking, every week I hate them more. Yeah. So, but anyways, Warner Brothers has decided that they've fired Amber. However, they. Oh yeah, that's new compared to last week. So yeah. this week's new revelation is that Aquaman 2 will officially not have Amber Heard in any part of it. I, I don't know if they've, they've taken it out. I still heard that there's, there's 10 minutes that she's in. I've it. heard she's gone. Okay. I read two articles saying that they've completely removed her, that okay. it's not worth it. But That's I mean, huge. there's, you know, I'm sure they could reback it, but at this, in this moment, she's not in the movie. They did. They dropped her character. Yeah. So Amber's sister takes the stand. This is funny. I don't, yeah. Oh man. This is good. So Amber's sister openly comes out to say like, oh, one of the very few times I was sober and everybody's like, yeah. wait, what? What? What did she just say? What? So she recaps a story, in which case um, she's actually testified this story before where she was saying that she was actually um, watching Amber run to attack Johnny, was actually scared that she was, that Amber was going to kill Johnny. That, that was yeah. her concern. <clears throat> and then she admits what? Keep she, she says, uh, basically, I was drunk the entire time I was ever around them, near them which makes all of her testimony completely useless yeah. for Amber. And she's the only person yeah. that had Amber's back a little with any of this. Am I right in saying that? Yes, but it's, it's because, uh, they, she is devoted to her sister. Right. Okay. But the testimony, the testimony completely changed because the testimony went from like Amber saying like, Oh, John, uh, Whitney's back was to the stairs and Johnny ran over to, to attack her. And then she ends up falling down the stairs, whatever. And then Whitney testifies. Oh, so Johnny was coming up the stairs. My back was to the stairs and he was coming up and he hit me in the back. And it's like, wait a second. So now there's two different stories here. And the testimony from uh, Jennifer Howell, who was a woman that Whitney used to work for, uh, actually says that whole Amber attacking Johnny thing. Yeah. And, and the, the testimony is, it's available everywhere online. So it was brought up in court and they're like, your honor, how did they get this testimony. It's like, you can literally get it anywhere. Yeah, I, you can Google it. Boom. You yeah, got it. Yeah. They're like, uh, your honor, how did they get this testimony? Hey, Google, can you play the testimony? Of blah, 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 blah. And hey, Google just plays it. Back. Uh, yeah, I found something on the web. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just boom, immediate, right? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Before we continue real quick, do you want to take a 10 seconds to crack these? Uh, we got these root beers. Do you want to take a sip of the root beer with me? Because sure. I'm kind of thirsty. All right. So we usually have a drink here on Shop Pod. This is the Crazy Uncle Hard Root Beer. Ooh, craft soda for grown-ups. And it's 5%. Dope. All right. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Let's do it up. Oh, ooh, shit, it's fizzy. Yep. Got to get the fizz going. Oh, it's tasty. Yeah. Oh, it just tastes like root beer. It doesn't even taste like booze. I had three of these. I might not yep. be able to drive home. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. It's good. I like it. I like it. It's, it's got like on the cover too. I mean, you can see it on the camera here, which I think, yeah, it's still rolling. But it's got the, there's a mustache and a little top hat with a little uh, monocle. Yeah. I love that. That's adorable. It's good stuff. I love these little independent, like <laughs> we're talking about <clears throat> supporting local grocery and, you know, just supporting local and trying not to buy from fucking Costco and Amazon because they've got enough billions of dollars. I try to do the same thing with beer. You know, I used to be a Canadian and a Budweiser guy, but now we try to do this to try to get like, craft brews and local stuff go to the there's a 
Oh, what's it used to be the beer store. It's down by McDonald's there at Ritson Road. There's a whole brew company there. I can't remember what it's called. Not Five Paddles. Five Paddles was Whippy. No. Yeah. It's I called. Forget. I can't remember. But either way, it's, uh, yeah, I like to, to support the local stuff or try to. <laughs> but anyways, this Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, is it going to be over soon? Like, when's the, yeah, when's yeah, the end there, of it? There's, there's, uh, <laughs> I think there's just less than two weeks left of oh it. Oh, my God. But from we have what, two more episodes to talk about this shit. Yeah, but from what I know... Uh, Jennifer Howell, the the woman who uh, was testifying about Whitney, she's actually coming to the stands, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. As well as, uh, I think there's going to be a second round of Johnny up on the stands. That'll be great. The, the memes for days, it'll be great. Well, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, I love his, when, he, when he answers the questions with another question. Yeah. Those are my favorite moments. So Amber's makeup artist came forward in defense of Amber saying that uh, she's seen all the markings on her face and had to cover up her face and also uh, said Amber wore red lipstick all the time, which contradicts Amber's testimony saying she that she only wore. she only wore red lipstick when she was hiding a busted lip. Yeah. So she had a busted lip all the time, which other people are now coming up to say that she actually suffers from severely dry lips. So her lips split which all the, the time. Which is the thing. I've dated a few girls with that shit. Yeah. 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 As well as the fact that, you know, when she She's uh, using drugs, which she denied actually doing, and then actually came around saying, no, I use drugs from time to time, and her her drug of choice being MDMA and the dehydration <laughs> that comes with that. Amber Heard, MDMA, and an empty room. It sounds like a good fucking weekend for me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if your body could take that punishment. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> She'd throw me around a little bit. I might like it. <laughs> oh, my God. The whole situation with them is... I mean, it, to me, it's kind of funny at this point because it's been going on so long, and Johnny's laughing about it so heavily with his yeah. lawyer. It's yeah. like a big joke. So... I I've been seeing more and more articles that actually talk about supporting Amber Heard's misery and, and saying that it's her misery isn't something that we should be proud of, twisting the narrative, and that, that would be because of the PR team, because her former PR team wasn't doing so good that she fired them and then hired a new PR team, and now all these... All these out of the woodwork, yeah. All these media pages, and I'm so glad nobody's nobody's buying it. Well, and it's funny too because we talked about how when Twitter got bought by Elon, there was a lot of it seemed like a lot of bots just disappeared overnight. You know, celebrities that were you know apparently like just um, uh, bullied right out of Twitter because of the comments and all this kind of whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? All of a sudden they would po- they were retweeting and people were okay with it. There was nothing. It wasn't you know they didn't get this bombardment of harassment. Yeah. So you got to wonder if these PR teams, if their job is to act sway the public's opinion or if their job is to create a bunch of fucking algorithms and robots and bullshit and to get people to so that it we're we're convinced yeah. that, that there's people actually on amber's side i think that's what it is i don't think anybody is i really don't i don't <laughs> i bet you almost all of these ip addresses of people that are on her side don't fucking exist or they all link back to somewhere else oh, one other yeah, one other, i i think maybe. that they're similar to how i think t- a big part of trump being pushed out of twitter anybody that got bullied gets get fucked with on twitter for having right-wing opinions gina carano included it's big part of it was was the bots and the algorithms and the talking and the bullshit, yeah. just like Tom McDonald says. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'm thinking just fuck her PR team. It's time to listen to the man who actually filed the lawsuit. And why did fuck he, you uh, and your PR team <laughs> and the poop in my bed? And why did he file the lawsuit? Because he couldn't get work because of her defamation yeah. while she and was lo- still working. That's what drove me nuts. Acquiring work. Yeah. Acquiring new work based on her Aquaman fame that wouldn't exist without Johnny saying, yo, will you hire my dumbass bitch wife in your movie? Okay, sure. You're Johnny Depp, whatever you say. This this woman's seen on camera crying like, I don't want anything from this. I don't want... Excuse me? Aren't you... He said... said, I think it was Johnny himself right from across the room. He goes, yeah, except for Aquaman. How do you think she got Aquaman? He said... When she's like, I don't want anything from this. It's like, aren't you... Counter suing for one hundred well, yeah. million dollars. He didn't want, yeah. <laughs> 
maybe it'd be more believable if the restraining order didn't say that you wanted the Range Rover, Range Rover three penthouses, seven million dollars, which uh, you pledged and then spent it and then claimed the money's gone because Depp sued you thirteen months later. And uh, other news, uh, side sidetracked, but this has to do with uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean. They found their their lead actress that essentially would replace Johnny Depp, and that's Margot Robbie. Now. I mean, I like Margot Robbie, so it's 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 kind of she's not going to be she's going to be a different character. It would be a different character. Yeah, yeah you're you're not replacing Jack, but that's just it because of all this. That movie's not going to make no, any money. No, it's going to become the Aquaman two part uh, part two because I guarantee Aquaman two is going to bomb because of this. Yeah, I, I can't see it doing well unless they. Just so many people are mad at Amber, her association with it is going to give it a jaded, bad view. And now they can't promote it because she's in it. Like that's why getting rid of her completely, and then they should they should promote it properly and just eliminate her. I yeah. mean, look what if you can pull out, or what if, if they promoted it like from the same people that brought you Aquaman two comes an Amber Heardless Aquaman <laughs> two. Sorry, yeah, I like that, but uh, like I just. The problem with this situation is that Warner Brothers is so bad at handling everything yeah. that we know that even if they should do A, they'll do B. So there's no point even talking about it. Warner Brothers will mishandle the situation, and that'll be the end of the conversation. Yeah. Whatever, whether whether the movie bombs or not, will be fully dependent on how Warner Brothers handles whether she's in it, how they promote it, and what they're going to do with the D. And this will be the nail in the DCU coffin. They will drop any continuity and all this. They've got, they got the Flash movie. they got all these other movies coming out. They'll keep the Batman shit together. Even but I don't Flash, think they're, they're going to have any Justice League shit or any of that. Even the Flash is a shit show because Ezra Miller was caught assaulting people in Hawaii. So now they want to recast the Flash. You can't do that. You Ezra's can't. a big... He's He fucking runs that role. That's, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he was he was caught multiple times and arrested. And the body cam footage is online now of him resisting arrest. And it's like, all right, well... Oh, DC and <laughs> Warner. You guys can't get a fucking break. They got to... You know what they got to do? The only hope Warner Brothers has in hell now, they got to drop the whole thing. They probably will. That sounds like... But that sucks because they had Keaton and Affleck and everybody. They, from what I've read, they want to hire somebody to... Uh, to more or less have a foggy role to, to do what Marvel's doing now. They're like, no, you can't, it's too late. You yeah. can't start hiring foggy now. Like you they, <laughs> Sonic, the motherfucking hedgehog is doing a better job of building the universe than the DC is. <laughs> and he is. Look what yeah. the, he really is. Like they've got the, they're going to have a TV show with knuckles. They've got the Sonic prime show, which will be another universe, but they've set up the multiverse already in the Sonic series. So that, you know, if there's a different Sonic in a different world, hanging out with a different tales, no one's worried about it. They've already done a better job and yeah. they've done, what only since 2020 have they even that is when they started the sonic universe okay the dceu started movie wise in like 2007 or 8 <laughs> i guess when they did man of steel was the first was okay now we're going to build a universe that was the start of it i guess and then they did batman versus superman was batman versus no, superman no, first so, so uh which one was first man of steel or batman versus superman man of steel okay so yeah man of steel was the, the beginning Donna of Justice the universe came out afterwards but they they didn't want to do the Marvel approach. They didn't want to do like all the solo films coming together and then joining everybody. They wanted to do something similar, but they were trying to do uh, like the group thing and then show everybody's story. And that's why after Justice League, <coughs> Aquaman came out. So stupid. Yeah. It was a bad way to do it. But here's the, the, the only thing that could help them out is to just focus on this uh, Matt Reeves universe that's doing okay. Um, give Colin Farrell his Penguin show. 
uh, do another Batman movie and use get a good. Uh, I wouldn't fuck with the Joker. Get right. something other than the Joker and in, involved Clayface. Something new. Something that's never been done with Batman. If Warner Brothers wants to save any money that they've got invested in this, then they should just focus on that universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. because the it Batman, sounds like this universe we're talking about. The is Batman fun. is is definitely its own universe. It is. I mean, it Matt Reeves sense. says he couldn't incorporate a Superman into this, and no. there's it's too there's dark. No way. Yeah. Uh, it, I like that though. This is more gritty, character based. Um, and I lo- like I said, I loved Zoe Kravitz. I fucking, I'm still obsessed with the way she did that role. I mean, it takes a lot for somebody to beat out Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer was always my favorite. I, I still go back and watch that scene where she blows up. <laughs> She's the best. I love her. Um, but yeah, she impressed the hell out of me, Zoe Kravitz. Did. So I, 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 I would be invested in seeing more of those. And I really want to see Colin Farrell's Penguin show about him. Cause at the end of the Batman, you know, he's like, I gonna, there's a power vacuum and they kind of insinuate that that he's going to be the one to fulfill it. And I'd love to see how that happens. I've heard, uh, I've heard him, uh, Matt Reeves talk about a few things. Like he's kind of interested in maybe like a Mr. Freeze. I, uh, yeah, I heard but, that too, but, but a dirty is, gritty style. Yeah, not like take, take, no. <laughs> chill, take two of these in the morning. <laughs> Call me in the morning. Call, cool down. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't keep the show. I can't continue the show. I can't do it. It's too much sticking to Arnold. No, but if you watched um, Gotham, which had Monaghan, the guy who ended up being Cal Katzis in the uh, in the in the Fallen Order, which I which was my favorite thing that he's done. But he was really really good as the, the young Joker in not that they called him that, but they called him something else. And um, then we had Joaquin Phoenix and his Joker. Like Joker's just been done too much. I think a Mister Freeze origin story similar to the one that they had in Gotham, where he was just a regular dude who was like a researcher. And, you know, his, his wife had the disease and he was keeping her frozen in his basement of this little condo down in Queens. It was a really cute little kind of story. Yeah. And it was bringing his research home to try and make her better. And then something goes wrong at the house where he has to build the suit because he's got the same thing or whatever it is. He doesn't fall into a vat or anything. He's not, it doesn't happen. I found that uh, Mr. Freeze and Hulk had very similar, almost identical origin stories, you know? I work at a research place that's dangerous and I fell in some shit. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I always, I, so I kind of like the idea that Mr. Freeze is, like it was, they gave him a cool story in Gotham and they should run with that. I think Reeves would, could, could make it real dark, real nasty. Because I mean, they turned the Riddler who was Jim Carrey, <laughs> look at me! <laughs> and they turned him into a, a complete sociopath. Uh, and I'm really like basically they turned him into the Zodiac killer. So yeah. I would be interested to see them run with that. But DC is in so much shit with the Amber has uh, ruined so much for them and, and fucked up uh, Jack Sparrow for Disney. Now, do you think like realistically that he'll do a spare another Jack Sparrow movie? Because Disney, like I say, with Gina Caron there, there is other occasions where they have um, uh, uh, burned bridges with people because they, they're Disney and they think that they can and realized that they had to check themselves and kiss some ass. Well, see, here's the thing. He said he wanted to do another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. But he said he wanted to give Jack Sparrow a proper send-off. So, so there might be like a Jack Sparrow movie. Disney would still be involved. Yeah. It would be, yeah, but, but it wouldn't be pirates, it would be a Jack. Fuck, wouldn't it be sick if they did an origin story? That's, they did a, that's they went what I'm back? thinking, yeah. Because they did that, they dabbled in the pirates. Like they showed they, like a they young. They do dabble a little bit they, in the yeah. last two. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good franchise. Like, it does start as a kid's movie, the first couple there, but I don't know. It's an all right. It, I it mean, kind of, I'd say the fourth one was a bit. I still, <laughs> I still enjoyed it. It was still a lot of fun. And it brings me back into the world of pirates. Yeah, really. I, I don't care for pirates in general. Like, I wasn't a young, like, when I was a young kid, I wasn't like, ah, I was a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But it does. Yeah, it, it, can, it makes me love it. Um, the only reason I got Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was because I remember watching it and being like, I'm going to get that game where you do you do this, but you're in a game. That sounds yeah. fun. And that's how you roll up, you jump off the ship, you have to, and you fuck up the guy in the crow's nest while your homies are, you know, putting ladders across. And then you have to, you know, it, it's a really fun game. And they just basically live in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, is there Pirates of the Caribbean video games that are good? Have you ever played any? Uh, I played at World's End. The, it wasn't that good. So it, it's a video game franchise where they just hire a company to make a half-assed version of yeah. the movie in a game form to sell extra copies. Yeah. Unlike, there are some good. amazing movies, or uh, games based on movies. Like you said, Alien, sorry, Alien Isolation is like you know example, although it, it's yeah. its own story and it takes place as a prequel to the first Alien, you said? Uh, or it take, it oh, take after, place after, after the first yeah. Alien, but before Aliens. Yeah. Okay. So, but the James Cameron one. So yeah, like I like that. Also, Fallen Order takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith, but it takes place. Um, what would be the next piece of canon of Star Wars canon after Fallen Order? If Fallen Order takes place five years after Revenge of, excuse me, the Sith, I Kenobi will take place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It'll be five years after Fallen Order. So Kenobi will be next yeah. in the in oh, canon did you, timeline. Did you see? Did you see? I shared a meme. Actually, wrong. The Bad Batch would be the last piece of canon until Fallen Order because Bad okay. Batch takes place after Revenge of the Sith. It's about how they blow up Kamino and decommission the clones after Anakin takes over as Vader. Okay. So that's why I think Bad Batch is something did, did fans you, should watch. Did you see that meme that I shared uh, yeah. where it shows Vader? <laughs> yeah. Vader saying like, oh, it's been so long since I've seen you. And so in the meme, the top uh, the top one is when I left you, I was the master or I was the, the apprentice. Now I am the master. And then it shows Obi-Wan going, what? Last time I left you, like cut your arms and legs off. And then Vader goes, yeah, all these fights and that it ruined the retcon are fucking pointless. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't, I just, I disagree because this is the genius of Star Wars. This is the genius of Filoni and Favreau is that they are obsessed with working within the confines, Right. You got to keep in mind, it was Filoni and Lucas in 2005 after he just released Revenge of the Sith and was getting all the prequel backlog, back, you know, shit that sat down and took, you know, you know, that line from A New Hope where he said, oh, you fought in the Clone Wars. I fought the Clone Wars with your father. He was a cunning starfighter and a great warrior. And he took that whole section. Of, I want to make, you know, Filoni and Lucas made the Clone Wars and, and proved those lines. So... What he does is he goes through the old Star Wars line by line and he goes, how do I keep this, you know, make it work? Yeah. They, and I think that they're going to do, I think you're going to be very surprised. This fight between Vader and Obi-Wan, there's going to be dialogue or, or something um, that happens that's going to make it so that you, that, that piece of, uh, you know, him saying, when I left you, I was the learner. Now I'm the master. That's still going to be relevant. They're going to make it relevant. I don't know how. But they will. That's what his genius. And the the I'll prove the way I'll I'll my example of how smart he can be. Did you ever see big spoilers? The way Obi Wan killed Maul in Rebels. No. Okay, it's one of the best. It's two minutes and it's three strikes. I mean, you you want this epic battle and they don't even give it to you, but it, you're so satisfied. Um, and what they do in the scene is Maul finds him on Tatooine. Ezra, the guy, the main character, leads him there as a dumb young Jedi kid who doesn't know what he's doing. It's yeah. very, very well done set up. And then Obi-Wan says, it's time to go, Ezra. And he goes, what? You need my help? And he's like, don't worry, bud. 
I got this. <laughs> so he sends him off and it's just Maul and him. And, and then Maul has this cool conversation where he's just, uh, Obi-Wan doesn't want to fight. He's very chill. He's still sitting down and Maul says, why are you here like a rat in the desert? And he's talking shit, trying to be mean, trying to rile him up. And Obi-Wan won't have any of it. And then he stops and he goes, oh, you're protecting something. And then he stops and goes, oh no, you're protecting someone. And immediately Obi-Wan's saber lights up, right? Old ass Obi-Wan pulls out. He's like, okay, <laughs> you figured it out, right? It's a great scene. And in that yeah. moment, you're, you're, you think it's about to go down. And it's this is why I'm confident in Favreau and Filoni because what they do with that scene, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I'll show, maybe I'll show you. It's only two minutes. Like when we yeah. were watching the Vader versus Obi-Wan remake, yeah. it's about that long. It's about three or four minutes. They stance forms. I won't ruin it. They stance forms and what forms they choose are very important to all the fights they've had before, how he killed Qui-Gon, all of it. it. If you know if you know all the forms and you know how these guys died, it all makes sense. And then at the end of it, Obi-Wan goes, one, two, three, pop, 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 and he just falls and dies. And then Maul cr starts crying and says, are you protecting the chosen one? And when Obi-Wan says yes, he says, uh, you must teach him to avenge us. And then he dies. It's one of the most beautiful fucking scenes I've ever seen in any part of Star Wars. And that is written by Filoni and, di and directed by him. That is 100% him. That is, and so if you, that man can do that to for a cartoon for children. Yeah. I can, I'm, I'm blown away. So what he's going to do with Kenobi, I can't wait. One thing, I mean, you mentioned Johnny Cochran earlier. And, <laughs> and we've dabbled with, I mean, with you saying Johnny Cochran in the Star Wars talk. I'm actually shocked you haven't brought up South Park's uh, Wookiee defense. Oh my God! If Chewbacca, you know, and, is, why, why does Chewbacca? If Chewbacca is from Kashyyyk, why is he on Tatooine? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't and make the jury's like, oh my, oh my God! Oh my such God. compelling <laughs> argument. Oh my God! Yeah, and then, it's, and then they get Endor in there. You know, if 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 something about Endor, then you if it doesn't fit, then you must quit. <laughs> Actually, I've. We don't talk about um, South Park a lot, but South no. Park, I'm a massive fan of Matt and Trey. The Book of Mormon is one of the greatest pieces of entertainment and musical. It's a musical masterpiece, in my opinion, as far as how fun it is to listen to and how creative it is. I'm a huge fan of anything they do. Basketball is one of the coolest and funniest pothead movies to smoke weed with your friends <laughs> yeah. and watch. You know, but they also have real, you know, stuff that, you know, stuff like there's an episode called The Day Before, Two Days After, The Day After Tomorrow. It's a South Park <laughs> episode. It's one of the most relevant episodes. Also, there's, you know, but I'm not in the closet. You know, Kanye West and his, uh, I'm not a gay fish. I don't eat fish sticks. You know, there's just so many, like, I mean, and I mean, Kanye still can't check himself. You know, South Park was <laughs> shitting on him 10 years ago and he still can't keep his fucking bipolar goddamn quiet enough for the rest of us to tolerate him so yeah. you know what i mean they are they, they remind me of the simpsons of just how amazingly relevant they are and yeah they definitely hit the nail on the head when they were making fun of you know that whole because look at what the world's with lawyers what it's turned into you know that whole john uh, oj simpson thing and them ripping on it you know if people took <laughs> south park seriously and, and actually listened to some of their episodes you know what i mean we probably wouldn't be in such a bad place like they were they rip on everybody and i finally rip on them in the right ways remember that i wanted to be part of the solution and not part of the problem thanks <laughs> oh i love the smell of my own farts and then they drive off in their electric cars yeah that's what you people are like because you're so stupid you don't realize the fucking carbon footprint that that battery of your electric car is actually the cobalt mining and all that bullshit i, I preach this every week i'm not going to go into it again your electric car isn't helping the environment and they were ahead of the game on shitting on the on the green movement the green movement isn't so that the 
planet is healthier, it's so we feel better as people and so that other people can make money based on carbon taxes. That's yeah. what it's mostly about. If you think otherwise, uh, you're an idiot. Like you truly need to like, like do some research and like wake the fuck up. That's what it's about. We, the environment isn't getting healthier because of green movements, because of the things we're passing, because of the laws, because of this, because of that. Plot, you think paper straws are making a difference, do you? Is that what you think? <laughs> are you one of those? Do you think that that did anything to our carbon footprint? Do you think your carbon footprint at Tim Hortons got less because of your plot paper straw? Because it didn't. I'm telling you right fucking out. Because something else got swapped into place that was cheaper, easier, and worse for the environment in its Ra place. Rapid tests. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this. Yeah. All of a sudden, we've got now we've gotten rid of the plastic straws, but there's a bazillion rapid tests on the ground, in the garbage, in the landfills, in the ocean. We've replaced the. There you go. There you go. We've just filled it. We just explained <laughs> how you, you take dumb people and you give them paper straws and then you give them plastic rapid tests and we go, I'm saving the environment. That's how it, that's how they fool you. It's not, and I mean, I'm not trying to shit on you. I was this guy for a long time. I just decided to, to like wake up one day and do it's some all, research. It's really funny because you sounded like you were yawn talking there. Yeah, I can imitate my <laughs> yawn talk perfectly now. Oh my goodness! Um, as much as it's been fun talking about, this, we gotta we, within the next few minutes we should wrap up this and get to our topic of the day. If we're down, uh, which is going to be family shit, raising kids, and getting into all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get into that in the next few minutes, um, and we're going to have Tamara on, which is uh, we've talked to Tamara all the time, but we're going to have her on like a proper guest, put her on the mic, get some headphones on this girl, and and shoot the shit um, in this episode, and because we want to keep getting guests on. Um, if you think you'd be a good guest, I don't know. What's the email again? Oh, shot podcastage. Shot podcastage with a zero. At gmail.com. Shot pod, or I mean, the, and it is on, if you go to our Facebook page or YouTube, all those emails and all those, all that information is there. Just search shot pod with a zero. And then if you wanted to be a guest, you think you got something really cool to talk about, give us a message. Or if you're somebody that works in a cool industry or somebody that wants to, I mean, if you are a super crazy pro-vax leftist, I want you to come on and talk to, prove me wrong about everything I say. I'd love to, I'd love to have people on that have, you know, opposing views and get constructive too, you know, and be able to shoot the shit. I promise, I mean, promise one, we one can be the, constructive. One of the bigger things that I want is just to show that we're able to have civil conversations with somebody who has, we are opposing oh. views. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. I am. Yes. I'm just kidding. But, um, give us a shout, but anyway, so, so we'll have Tamara on soon. Um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing's got about two weeks left. Um, the Star Wars excitement is getting ridiculous. Sonic Prime is coming out soon. So we've got all that shit going on. Oh, and if you haven't seen Doctor Strange 2 to you? Multiverse of Madness, it actually hits Disney Plus June 22nd. What? That's so soon. Yeah. I can't wait. Actually, I can't <laughs> I, I want to see it again. I can't wait. And Sonic 2 hits Paramount Plus in two days. Oh, there you so go. if you haven't seen Sonic 2 and uh, you're, you don't want to watch it illegally, <laughs> then you want to watch it legally, properly, you want to do it right, you can wait two days and you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Um, the original Sonic movie is on Netflix because yep. they're trying to gear up for the net Sonic Prime coming out. So it is, it's kind of a cool time in the entertain for entertainment, but it is summer. You know, it's getting warm. You know, uh, the Bob's Burgers movies comes out. I want to see that. The new Top Gun movie comes out. I got all, all my buddies that are your age, my 40-year-old buddies are like, we're going to see Top Gun. God, you guys all need to just. It got really good reviews, like really good just reviews. Just blow Tom Cruise and get over it, guys. Well, uh, and, then, and then Tom Cruise has come out to say that it's never going to hit a streaming service. So if you want it. If you want to see it. I mean, the, he, said, he says that, but the studios are going to be like, no, fuck you, Tom. It's, it's coming. Who's making it? Who makes it? 
I think it's Paramount. If it's it'd be on Paramount Plus. Right? Yeah. There's no way he has. He is Tom, but he doesn't have that much power. <laughs> Paramount's big, big news, and you know why they're big right now? Do you know why Paramount's got so much money right now? Because of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> right? They put their fucking eggs in the blue basket, the blue blur basket, and it's paying off to the tune of what two hundred seventy-five million dollars domestic. Like, oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> and then old, I told you the stupid cartoon from when I was a kid that got canceled in 93 <laughs> has a season three coming out and Sega's like it's fan made they don't care they don't care they're like yeah fucking have at her it's just gonna help promote our other products and we, we, we said that um, Sega Bethesda a few other companies really bad with cease and desist orders yeah. and now they're just like they're being very lenient um, which is nice so anyways you know, I, th I think it's kind of cool that yeah you, Tom will be able to fuck with Paramount they're doing okay right now um, they also have several, what else is Paramount? Paramount's got a few franchises. I've just seen the Paramount symbol in a few movies that I was impressed with. The lately. first season of Halo just ended, and and like the creator of Halo is like, that's not how I created this oh, to be. So he's not into <laughs> he's it. He's not yeah. happy. No, he he didn't like the show, and like there there was a big thing, big news. It's like wow, you made Halo or Master Chief, you made him lose his virginity on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this show. I should should I check it? I'm gonna check it. I think because, like I said, I, I tried. It does have some good action, and it's it definitely is its own entity. And that's something that people still aren't understanding. Is like you may yeah. take a property of something else, but it's if it's in a different medium, it doesn't have to be the exact same. And this, that's the the Sonic fans were bad for that. And the movie has given us like a well, it, it's shut those people up, which is nice. You know what I mean? I like. That's how you. That's why you introduce a multiverse in any. That's basically the easy way out. <laughs> you know, I saw an interview with Robert Downey Jr. and it was Joe Rogan. Oh fuck, yeah, I love Joe. Yeah. You know the clip I'm talking about. He says, "Is Iron Man done for you?" And he kind of. And then before Robert can answer, he goes, "Don't you answer? You've got time travel. You've got multiple universes. There's no fucking reason you can't come back." And he's like, "You got me. Like we do have all that now. Like they yeah. could. There's a bazillion different ways to to have a Tony Stark involved in the universe. They they de-aged him in Iron Man." Three for a scene with his dad, I think. Yeah, uh, where he was with like in a barf. hotel room. <laughs> yeah, well, when he was, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, though. Yeah, the augmented reality, whatever that 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 was barf. That was what was the plot line for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Jake Gyllenhaal was one of the oh, designers no, no. for okay. that technology, and it shows him saying like, "Oh, and Tony Stark named it Barf." And that's where he got oh, all pissed off. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yes. I, I remember all of this now. It's all coming back to you. But I love, <laughs> I, they did, they've already done de-aging with Robert, I'm saying. They've yeah. got, so they've already, which means in order to do that, you've got to have a million pictures of your face taken. They had to do it with Luke or with Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker for the Mandalorian deep fake shit where they swapped in that guy. And it was that whole process of two guys. It's a crazy tech. Guys. It's crazy tech. But it's good. I So that, I'm I, um, sorry, I'm stuttering over my words here. That thing I was talking about, the Star Wars gallery, where they talk about making the Book of Boba Fett, they have a whole 20-minute section on making, because the Mandalorian Season 1, they had a deep fake level 1. Mandalorian Season 2, they had deep fake level 2, and now you've got Book of Boba Fett was level 3, where they had Ahsoka and Luke do scenes together, and now Luke had to put Grogu on his back and flip and do all this crazy shit. You gotta think, they never. all they had him do was walk in a room and leave before that. So yeah. now they're like, he's got to train him and do lightsaber training in the fucking woods. And we have to deep fake each one of those scenes. We had 
They literally said we had 10 times more work this season than last. So that's why they hired all those guys on the internet that made the deep fake stuff and said I could do it better. Was it? They hired them all and said, come on, on. And they got them to do it. And that's why they made the new season because they had all these new staff and their original staff. It was very collaborative. I, I respect, mad respect for Filoni. And, it's all Filoni and Favreau talking to Kathleen saying this is what needs to happen for this to work. They work with Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Rodriguez, Deborah Chow, and the other directors that are kind of big. Favreau directed two episodes himself. Um, and then the director of the last episode was Rodriguez again. He plays the mayor. I don't know if you remember watching Boba Fett, but remember the, the mayor? Yeah, yeah. He is, is the voice of the mayor. Right. And it's funny because when they do interviews, he sounds just like that. Oh, hello, I uh, directed this episode of the Star Wars. <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> funny. It's, it's, it's great. Anyways, um, they get into that deep fake technology. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. So as much as like, yeah, that's why I think I think Disney will will try and get a, a Johnny Depp, a Pirates movie going. I think they've got the money and they're making quality media right now. And it looks like a few of their CEOs that were doing shit with kids that kind of just fucked off and got rid of. And after that trial, it seems like they've cleaned their dirty laundry. And maybe they're in a good place now. It'd be nice to see Disney stop being so shitty and corrupt, so that I don't feel so bad about watching their content. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I don't know about you, but like I went to see Doctor Strange and I was like, yeah, I love this. But in the back of my head, I was like, I'm supporting the problem. <laughs> like I really, you know what I mean? You go to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. I need shoes. Well, you know, fuck man. I guess I'll go to Walmart and get some shoes. I don't want to buy shoes at Walmart, but there isn't another shoe shop in, shop, shop in Oshawa. Oh, so, okay. Before we move on to anything else, I have a crazy shoe adventure. Oh, wow. So, I, I'm a big supporter of DC. I like DC. I'm DC skate shoes. Fred Durst got me into DC shoes in 99. So, yeah. So I've been rocking DCs basically. Rocking my DCs and breaking stuff. For, for a really since long 1999. time. So Sport Check sells DCs. And I was just looking for something not to break the bank. Just like casual style shoe. And uh, and they have some on sale. So good. I know. Really I'm is. fucking really enjoying it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's. They didn't have my size, so I'm like, fuck, we'll go somewhere else. Size shoe are you? I'm uh, 10 and a half. Oh, so all the ladies out there just went, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so we go oh. to the shoe company who doesn't have the style or the size, and it's like, fuck, okay, let's go somewhere else. Famous Footwear. I'm looking on famousfootwear.com, which I didn't realize the .com is strictly America. <laughs> so I go into the store in the mall. I'm like, hey, do you guys have DC shoes here? Oh, not at this store. At what this store? So I'm like, what, what does that mean? So then I actually look on famousfootwear.ca, and they don't have it at all on the Canadian side. I'm like, oh, so this is just an American thing. Like this is like, okay, now I've checked like three or four different places. I'm starting to get really pissed, really worried. I go in at West 49 where I used to get them. West 49 doesn't have them at all. They have Zoo York. I'm like, I that's not a brand that I support. I'm not going to rock any Zoo York. So what is Zoo York? <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just old, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your age is showing. Is it like Gucci, but for shoes? <laughs> like, I don't know. No. I, I had a girlfriend last year that wore Louis Vuitton shoes. And so I thought, <laughs> this is how out of touch I am. You know where this is going. Maybe I'll buy her some for Christmas. So I went online to see if I could get a solution. I was not buying $899 shoes for Christmas for this bitch. I'll tell you. $899.99 plus shipping. I was like, the things I could get done to me in South Oshawa for $900. I could go home with a whole fucking college, college soccer team of girls. Do whatever I wanted for that price. This is ridiculous. Anyways. Yeah. So. So. 
then I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to search up the DC shoes. She just called Fred Durst and been like, yo, Freddie D, yeah. you got any extra DCs? He'd be like, yeah, Mark, I'm setting them down now. What? Keep rolling, 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 rolling shoes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I finally I hit you. up the dcshoes.ca. And then once I was on there, there was like, oh, sign up for the newsletter and get 30% off. I signed up for 30% off, found the ones that I was looking at on Famous Footwear. I was like, okay, sweet. And it came out to be cheaper than it was on the Famous Footwear site. So now, I was like, all right, this was a frustrating frustrating journey it ended but i have to wait five to seven business days i was gonna say and i can't fuck with something like there's some things i just can't do online i want to put the shoes on before i buy them I, i'm never gonna get over that i'm sure <laughs> at some point you will not be able to buy shoes without buying them online it's app yeah. it'll come yeah. everything that i like to buy in person will end eventually we will just never leave our that's, houses i mean that's the way in it's fact, going at some point i will just think i need shoes it'll be a thought and then a little chip in my head i'll go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden <laughs> your shoes are here I'd be like fuck that was fast I just thought about that seven seconds I haven't even well, the, the weird thing is when I was getting my journey it was essentially bought online except for the finance I had to go in and sign some yeah, papers yeah. and all that and I was like can I test drive this before I purchase it and they're like oh yeah okay I guess you can. yeah yeah I guess let's pull the car around and well if like, they're okay. selling it with a safety and and all that it, I mean technically okay. you can feel a little better about it but dealerships write safeties on whatever they want yeah because I was gonna say like I've talked about before and getting a safety and like oh the horn doesn't work oh my dash lights don't turn nobody on. cares yeah now I'll be honest with you though and we could do we've talked about doing a whole auto episode because it go I can can get into conspiracies i can get into environmental impact i can get into you're a moron if you buy this like <laughs> I'll, i'm not kidding i'll just say hey here's some shit here's some stuff to avoid you know what i mean it's out there <laughs> don't get the new hyundai with a 2.4 in it if you have a hyundai made after 2017 with a 2.4 in it you have a fucking time bomb get that shit to the dealer because there's not there's gonna be problems yeah you hear that a little yeah it's the ice Oh, okay. I, was, <laughs> I thought I kept hitting this thing for a sec. But um, what was what, sorry? What was I going on about? Where were we with this? The auto DC shoes in general was what we were <laughs> was, was was kind of what we were going back yeah. to, right? It's just so now you can't get these anywhere. So you have to like it's going to get to the point where everything has to be. You're not going to be able to get anything went, in person. I went into uh, to Journeys and Journeys is like, oh, don't, yeah, yeah, Journeys they, is good. No, Journeys, Journeys, was, Journeys was like, yeah, it's a it's a dying shoe company. So you might want to check G DSW. And I was like, how are they done? How is DC dying? dying? Every fucking rapper on the goddamn planet's fucking wearing their shit. <laughs> yeah. I know. You, you go on the website they have new they have new styles of shoes that come out monthly you're like oh yeah you can't get this model anymore you can get this one though oh man and there was there was another one i used to own like a bright red pair of dcs they were my favorite shoes ever and even tamara was helping me look i'm like i can't find i really want my red shoes back i had i known that they would have disappeared i would have bought like three or four pairs all right so we're gonna get into uh, the topic Topics of today. I love talking about the relevant stuff. So we have. I mean, maybe we need a hit where we're all like, topic. Alex just has a stuttering problem at the end of this. What's up, Tamara? Not much. So Tamara, we've heard Tamara before. We we grill her with Shouting in the back. Yeah, yelling in the background. Turning up the mic volume to pick her up. Or shaking her wine glass with the ice cubes in the back. Um, so Tamara is Mark's better half or just the other half of Mark, whatever you want to say. Um, Tamara, where were you born? 
North York. You're born in. Oh, I didn't say I didn't actually know this. When did you come? Did but you said you grew up in this house, which I is did. In, which is in Whitby. Yeah. So when did you come to Schwitby? 1987. The year I was born. So that you would have been four or five years old. No, three. You would have been three. I was four. Two. Oh, okay. You were four. You would have been five or so. Because you guys are just a little yeah. bit older than me. So most, you're a Durham girl for the most part. You don't remember much about North York. Not a clue. So this was the, when we were talking about me playing the gazebo at, at the Rotary Centennial Park. The, <laughs> so once you, this is where you've made all your, your memories of going to the gazebo <laughs> to cry about life and write in your journal and hang out with your boyfriends or whatever the fuck. The humpty <laughs> whatever dance was going is your on, chance right? to do the hump. <laughs> um, okay, so you have one kid. Mark's got two. So you and Mark met each other. How old were you? 16. So Mark, you're, with, you're not a Whitby guy, are you? No. You were an Oshawa guy. Yeah. So how'd you, how'd you meet up with this little Whitby broad here? Well, we did mention on a previous episode the ICQ. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, old school. Yeah. Uh, you guys talked on ICQ. Yeah. That's funny to talk. I, I, wow. I still think it was one of the better messengers I agree. If I could go on MSN and message people now, like, how, dude? Maybe we should. Maybe we should do something with this. Can we get <laughs> the rights to MSN? Like, how many '90s kids? If you there was an MSN app where it just imported your contacts from Facebook as MSN people, and you could have MSN style handles, we would all jump on that boy. Maybe we should. I remember the little green. Little yeah. greens, we just bring it all back for the, the, the window. Have it the same win, same window, but it comes up on your home screen but or your phone. That that's actually what I missed about ICQ on uh, the computer is because it was its own thing. So it, like even when you closed it, it wasn't in the taskbar. It was down beside the time. Like the, it was its in, own little yeah. notification. In the whenever right. you had the me- message, you had like a like what looked like a notepad thing kind of flashing, and then when somebody was online, you'd hear the. Or if you were, <laughs> or if you were. Um, yeah, you could set it to whatever you wanted. And then I'd have it set up when, see, I was my ex-wife that I ended up marrying. We were on MSN. So I'd have it set up so she came on. It's a special notification, right? <laughs> She's like, oh. So you guys chatted up on that. Um, and then you dated a little bit when you were young. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you, okay, so now Mark has Ethan. Yes. With, uh, with another girl. You guys, had you dated when he had the kid with the other girl? Or did you date Mark after he'd had the kid? Before. So it was before that. So you broke up with Tamara, had the kid. That doesn't work out. And that's a big part of our topic will be the discussion of that first kid. Uh, yeah. And, the, and, and getting dealing with all that. So you have your daughter. Mm-hmm. When is she born relevant to all this? I guess just after that. Because. Well, she's 2009. Oh, nine. And. You think so? Oh, four. Okay, so within those five years of each other. So you guys are always buds, though. You guys always message and talk and shit like that? No? Yeah. There, were, there was a period. There was a period that went by where there were no conversations. But then, but then after, after that period ended, like, it, we were besties chatting again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys grow up a lot? Like, what was Mark? Yeah. Okay, so I'm grilling you on Mark now. <laughs> what was Mark <laughs> before that compared to the Mark after that? Was it a different dude or were you different? Oh, he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Honestly, yeah. and even old videos. Like, yeah, Mark had a bit of pomp. But he could back the assholeness up. Number one, he dealt with a lot of idiots, a lot of kids fucking with him. So he had to have that, that skin. That out. And then number one and number two, Mark's not a fucking little dude. He's a fuck. Every, everybody that sees you on the, that I, the, <laughs> is like, sees the tattoos and the bald head and goes, he seems like a really nice guy. He's got a nice voice, but has he done any jail time? Because they think <laughs> you're a fucking badass motherfucker. They really do. So he was a bit pricked job back in the day, but he was much nicer that second round. Yeah, maybe like fourth round, fifth yeah. round. Oh, so you guys have been, you guys been around right. this it's block. It's been off and oh, yeah. on for years. Yeah. You've been around this block. 
So in this current situation, you live here and Taya is here with you guys. So yeah. you guys co-parent with her. Yep. And Taya doesn't see her dad at all. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's the last time Taya saw her dad. Would have been... It was Labor Day weekend. I think it was like 2018. It was shortly after something we're going to call the incident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. The incident. All right, all right. This year will be four years, so it'll be 2018. And... Cause see, no, I got to, I was that kid, right? Like I, my, I don't have this perspective of fighting for my kids. I get to provide the, what it's like to be in the middle part of it. Right. So at what, like you, did you see a difference in Taya after dad fucked off in a good or cause like with my, in my situation, when he went away, there was a lot of stress involved in going over there for Christmas. And sometimes he'd be drinking and my mom, my mom would, would bitch about it. it was, you know, that was part of the court order was that he couldn't drink when I was around and that didn't always happen. So there was a lot of bullshit with that. So there was, you know what I mean? You could see a chip when I, there was a chip on my shoulder, but I was a well, more well-behaved kid when my dad kind of went away, I think, but I had a stepdad around at the time. What was, what was Taya's reaction to not having the dad around? How did she take that? She didn't really care. He wasn't a big part of her life anyway. There was, there was a massive amount of separation anxiety uh, with Taya every time she did have to go. So this, this will come up uh, later in regards to talking to her connection to Tamara because we were saying, like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, yep. like, the earlier stages. But, uh, yeah, there was always a connection with that, not so much with the other person. And then... So there, so when it's like, oh, okay, it's time to co- go to your dad. Time to go to dad's, and they're like, ah! <sighs> no, it was more than that. Like she would be basically ready to throw up. She'd be oh, on the well. toilet, like just completely didn't want to go. It, Her face would be puffed right out. That's some real. Like it, she didn't want to go. She drew on the inside of her little like suitcase that she would take one time when she was there, like. I don't like, or I'm sad when I go to my dad. They want to be at home with my mom. Like just all this kind of stuff. And wow, like crying faces everywhere. Yeah, it wasn't good. So you're you're the mom. Yeah. And you're coming, you know, you're coming home, and you're seeing, finding this shit in the suitcase and all that kind of kind of kind of stuff like that. What the? What do you do, man? Do you feel like a piece of shit as a mom? Do you feel like it's your fault? Or do you feel like, what, what, what do you do as the mom at that point? Do you think, God, this is my issue because I should be able to get him out of her life? Or do you feel like, well, she should see her dad. Fuck, man. Like, what, what, what do you put your head? I've never been the type to keep her away from him. So it was always like, you know, what do I do to correct this situation? Yeah, but how- he just didn't really seem to care. Lack like of I, effort on both parts. I mean, if you're... Meaning Taya and the dad. Yeah. Like, neither of them could, you know, you were stuck in the middle going, you guys got to make this work. There, there's, if your child comes home and says like, oh, I can't do this because if I do, dad will get mad. And then as a parent, you try to talk to that other person. If that other person just like, fuck this, block you fucking blah, 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 blah. And say, okay, there's, there's no, there's no reasoning. There's no reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. That can be difficult shit to deal with. Okay. So that's your struggle with that, you know, and then Mark steps in very much to kind of take the place of that. Cause from what I can see at this point, Mark is basically his dad. You know what I mean? Like he has to weigh in on the disciplining and he's, you know, you can, obviously it's nice to be able to leave her here with him. So you can fucking go to work or do something important. So, you know, that kind of works out for you. So then, I remember you telling me that one of the big reasons you and Mark got back together and are together now is because he'd had a second kid and you, that really got you. You're like, fuck, man. Like, that's a good dude. I should have had that kid with him or whatever. It kind of made you just think different. Just go, ah, you know. Seems like I, I missed out. Maybe we should try and get this to work kind of thing. Um, it came a little bit later. 
Um, I was with somebody else when I found out yeah, that he yeah. had had. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. But so, still, even though you're with him, it kind of like, ooh, fuck, man. Yeah. It, it got you a little kick, which uh, I'm sure that'll happen one day when my ex-wife gets uh, knocked up. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, uh, okay. Was, so, was, was Taya planned? Yes. Wow. And still, see, I was too. People laugh about it. My mom had me at 20, pregnant at 19. And everyone's like, oh, so. And I was like, no, I was a honeymoon baby. My parents were fucking married and they made me on the honeymoon. Okay, so let's clarify a little bit. She was planned, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, like wild quotations. Well, no, okay. So like there was a drunken conversation. Like we could do this. <laughs> like let's, why not? Then it happened right away the first time. How old were you when you had her? 26. Yeah, see, that's a good age. I, I think at that age, you know, I mean, other people are some more mature or less mature than others. You know, like my mom having me at 19, 20, like she's pretty, she, she pulled it off pretty good. Like, I mean, some of the shit we had to deal with, you know, she was more prepared than she thought she was. Um, do you think that was the case? Like when you did it, did you know in the back of your head you were going to be single mom? N- no. no. You no. were convinced he was going to do this with you. Yeah. See, now, from what my experience talking to my mother, that's the most devastating feeling you can get. When you're like, yeah, I've got a partner to raise this kid, and I'm going to raise the coolest little human being with this dude. And then dude turns into a fucking idiot, or things just fall apart, and you're like, oh, I'm not so motivated. This is going to be hard. Doing it with someone else, I, I was up to it, but now it's just me. This is way more difficult than I thought, because my mom got that tenfold when she was like, fuck you, buddy, I can do this on my own. And then it kind of hit her when I was a little hellion and then everything hits you at once. Oh my God, this is a lot of work. Joan, it's just me. Well, it's interesting for me because I mean, I was with him when I was 20 and he had a child with somebody else. So I raised her from the time she was basically three. And so I saw him be this dad. So you are, okay. So you'd already seen a bit of that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I became friends with, with, well, my stepdaughter, her mom. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we would talk about different things, but I still didn't see the side of him that was giving her the hard time. Uh, and so once I was on the outside of it, I was able to look back and reflect it, probably what he was doing to her that I didn't know about. Gotcha. So I didn't see any of that. <laughs> Just that. I mean, there, there, there comes a time where you're like, you know, I wish I could have talked to this person of like, hey, what's the bad side like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are the fucking things that I'm not fucking seeing? <laughs> I, I mean, and, and I think it goes with anything. Now you can do that right up to just dating the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I sit down with girls now and I'm just going to be like, so can we just get to the end of this? Like, okay. I know this is our first date, but what part of my life are you going to try and ruin when you're mad at me? <laughs> but, but then afterwards, when you're able to have the conversation with the ex and you're like, yep, yeah, now I'm able to relate better with you. And that's not necessarily uh, a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can hear that. Yeah. I get that too. That can makes it very complicated. Yeah. Oh, you too. Me too, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, we decided that any of his future girlfriends, Girlfriends or his now wife are not allowed to be a part of our club. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets warning. So, um, you, I would like. We've actually got uh, Mark's young uh, oldest is here this weekend. But how old's your youngest? My youngest, he's seven. He's seven. So that's twenty fifteen. Oh, 2014. So, so he's turning. Which one was the bigger struggle for the custody battle? Oh, definitely the youngest. The first one. The yeah. first one for sure. No, the second one. Or the second, the second yeah. one, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is... So the, the first one, it was hard, but... Well, you got to talk about it. So I got yeah. what happened with her and, and how the breakup happened and why it got to the point and then he just kind of drifted out of her life on his, his own fucking accord, basically. The and incident. As, yeah. Do yeah. we want to talk about that incident? Uh, I mean, we can. 
without mentioning names. Yeah, without because, mentioning names. Because, what, what was the big thing that went down that made that, that was like, okay, fuck this, I don't need this guy in my in my kid's life anymore. Uh, I feel like you'd be better. <laughs> okay, this, so I'm gonna say stuff that's gonna get me in trouble. So he's he's married to this woman who has her own kid mm -hmm. kids kids too. kids. Okay, has her own kids. And this one kid uh, is looking at uh, dirty pictures mm. on his phone, and uh, at start, what and age? He he's I thirteen. Think he was, Thir yeah, he was, yeah. he was thirteen. Okay. and then he takes that phone with the dirty images and says, "Hey, Ted, look mm. at what this private part looks like. Starts, this this yeah. is what this is. This is. You should show me yours." And yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So obviously, like. When she comes, so there needs to be discipline involved. You need to say, "Hey, bud, you can't do that." Well, right. it was it was more than that. I mean, Taya was eight. Yeah, so we're talking about really thirteen and eight. There's big, big, big difference yeah. in numbers. Yeah, so. like she didn't really know. Like we had talked about, obviously, like you know. Yeah, you yeah, know, but sure, eight, eight. Stuff, eight right? She's but worried about what Barbie she's getting for her yeah, birthday. Like not that. Really, yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, she didn't. Which really is why know. I don't understand why they're teaching kids about gay sex in grade one, which is six, <laughs> which is six <laughs> years old, which is six years old, because this yeah. exact comp topic is. Yeah, well, she knew that it wasn't right. I just don't really think she understood. Like, how serious it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she knew enough to say something. She came Thank home. God. We were actually getting ready for her birthday party, and I was like, you just said what to me? I'm like, go yeah. tell Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go tell someone who isn't going to lose their mind. And yeah. then, uh, oh, and then, and then from there, like. <laughs> yeah. Mark just, I just stared at the table for a second. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can't. And then, of course, like, certain channels of uh, authority figures had to be involved. So of course. C so CAS comes in. Yes. The police come in. Yes. There's conversations between, like, trying to co-parent. And then when you hear the excuse of a 13-year-old, oh, well, the kid's just curious. No, 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 no. Six, seven, and eight-year-old yeah. kids may be curious. Not, maybe, maybe. 13, but, Yeah, you should know but, that you're but, not supposed to be hanging out with eight-year-olds. What kind of 13-year-old wants to hang out with 8-year-olds and do what, that anyway? You what know? kind of 13-year-old is like, hey, yo, yeah, show, raise, show me yours. Raise your kid better. Raise your fucking kid <laughs> well, better. Like flat, flat out, like yeah. you need to make a more solid effort. Yeah. See, this, yeah, so, that can so be complicated. Like, in many episodes, you're saying like you need to do better. You need to do, raise your kids yeah. better. Yeah. That's Break not, the cycle. Yeah. Break the cycle. Is you know it's a very fucking infamous saying for a reason. It's hard and it's harder, easier said than done. Yeah, easier. I mean, I'm sure all three of us could probably talk about shit from when we were kids. I mean, did you have a rough childhood? No. No, you had a pretty good whippy childhood. Fucking asshole. <laughs> so okay, I so, love you, Tamara. I'm just kidding. Man. So I swear to God, I won't rip on all the guests. <laughs> so so Taya will be turning thirteen. Yeah, and she's the age now this kid yeah, was, yeah. and in a million years she would never no. find and a she's fully go to an eight-year-old little boy and be so like, "Hey, look at this." If yeah. you think about it, never. Like, I know that kid. She never. Parker, her. Yeah, yeah. Parker's about to turn eight. Yes, he yeah. is. Right, and she knows well enough. Hey, no, I'm smart enough not to do this. It's not I'm even. Coherent I don't enough. even think it's smart. It's not yeah, even a common sense. Like, common not, sense. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would I want to corrupt this younger thing than yeah. me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, uh, see, and so that's, that's that thirteen-year-old kid scares the shit out of me because that kid's gonna be in school with other kids doing the yeah. same shit, man. And because because of improper not being raised properly. Well, what's yeah. terrifying that, is that he it came out that it was premeditated. So she was left alone with him, and he yeah. admitted that things, he had thought about they, it. He waited till they left. Like he things could have gotten yeah. so much worse. And, yeah. and the the thing that came out of this in the end was that it was downplayed, and because it was downplayed, it ended up with her like saying, "I, I don't want to go back. I'm yeah. not going back. Yeah. I don't I don't want to do it." Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I would do it for anybody. Um, we. <sighs> 
Yeah, we can get into some stories or some shit, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm not getting into that stuff with me yeah. right now because I will get fucking text messages about what did you say about so and so? But yeah, I think we've all got a, uh, you know, we, we've all heard this story. You're lucky in the way that like nothing really that serious did happen, you know? I mean, I've yeah. got another friend of a friend of mine who's a, a buddy of our of our group and um she had you know, had a bo- a boyfriend she super trusted and shit went down and it's like buddies in jail and everything but it doesn't fucking matter your kids ruined so yeah. it's, you're lucky in the way, lucky but here's and here's what I'm like you said now you have a 13 year old yeah. you know that same kid that experienced this that experienced this fucked up situation had to say goodbye to her dad over it basically because of it and she's a much better quality per- I mean she might be able to pain in the ass I mean, sometimes but she's as a person a much better quality would never have this idea or even be interested in corrupting someone younger so how hard was it to raise that? That doesn't seem that fucking hard. No, no exactly. No. But I mean, you broke the cycle. The, yeah. the, the tricky thing is, I mean, if if you're a parent that actually cares about your kid, and if your kid isn't comfortable and says, "No, I want to see you and not that kid," then as a parent, you somehow make that work and be like, "Okay, well, this is going to happen at this time. You know, you'll set yeah. up a time slot and it'll it'll happen." That did not happen. No, Instead, so, it was an argument. Yeah. Well, we can go back to what the the order was. Was that Tev? obviously would go there every weekend or whatever it was to see every her dad and that the kid wasn't supposed to be, be there. there. Um, so that happened for a little while. Yeah. Um, and they always was, behave for the first month yeah. or so. And then the file was closed and then it went right back right to the back same to shit. It. Um, you know, she come home. Oh, you know, buddy was there. This happened. Or um, my grandma took us to the park and made us play together. Um, Yep. It, it was, yeah. And so then it became this whole like, oh, well, I'd get like a text or a call or whatever. Oh, well, he's going to be here this weekend, so she can still come if she wants, yep. but he's going to be there. And it's it, like. Eventually, it's just yeah. going to be like, she yeah, never wants to deal with it. Um, So, like I said, so you said there wasn't a huge difference after that because it was a negative situation anyway. Yeah. But part of it, but part of her job that she was still trying to do was still trying to encourage a relationship. It's like, okay, but if you're not comfortable, it's a hard position to be, but in. if you're not comfortable, then I will try to talk to your father about making this happen. And then if somebody's not willing to, and here's where it gets tricky when you're, when you just have like a mediation order, it's just something that essentially was agreed upon outside of court. So you have a mediation order and the mediator, I mean, essentially could show the order to a judge and be like, okay, well, somebody's not complying, blah, 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 blah. And next steps can be taken, but that's not the full order. Yes. Okay. So there always, always should be some sort of order in place so that somebody can be held responsible. It's it's accountability. So we get to jump to both sides of the spectrum now. So in this situation, this, the dad on this situation is, 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 it's a problem, right? And I feel, this is kind of shitty to say, that's one of the more common mm-hmm. situations in the court system, which is why we get a bad rap, us yeah. men, when we're trying to fight for our kids, right? So now we're going to jump to the other side of it, and we're going to talk about Mark's struggle to see uh, Parker, the youngest, yeah. right? Yeah. So that can be, you know what I mean? And so it's it's weird because now we're going to sit here and we're going to shit this guy. Fuck this guy. He didn't fucking make an effort. There was some bad sexual shit with his fucking 13-year-old that needed to be checked. It was discussed. Zero effort was made. What the fuck? And in the end, he lost because Taya's interest in having a relationship 
dissipated over it. So you lose in the end. In the end, if you want to play this game with your kids, and be like, Yo, you'll lose. You'll lose. You'll lose. Your kids grow up, they get smart, smarter than you, and it doesn't take long. The internet and Wikipedia exist, and YouTube. How long does it take a kid to YouTube? How fucking stupid is my dad? And he's going to find out just how... It's, it's, they do it. I know Six-year-olds are like, you know, my mommy and daddy are fighting over me. What is a custody battle? And they will know. And they'll probably fucking <laughs> be better to write the bar by the time you've even figured <laughs> figured out who will get, owns the kid, right? Yeah. Well, so Taya, don't forget your kids are going to get smart and forget about you quickly the way she has. Well, Taya will know that the last things that he said to her were... So and so is a part of this family. So when you want to accept that, you're welcome yeah. to come back. Exactly. It's you know they don't we don't nobody forgets the last thing yeah. that that parent said to them. I don't forget mine. You know it's, I I have, I found my dad years later and we tried it, but I remember the last few times we talked. You know it, there's there's just bad uh, bad blood and. Uh, uh, Impressions are important. People don't realize how impressionable kids are. I remember specific lines, like specific words my mom would say or anybody, a parent would say to me that like they sit with you, you know? Um, I remember mom calling me stupid over over something and, and I'll never do that stupid thing again because of the way she kind of pointed it out. I was like, oh, you know, t- just teaching me how to read a room with people. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh, fuck, you know, I'll never make the mistake of walking into a room and saying, this or that and it not working, you know, working out again. Uh, so luck, lucky me. So let's jump. So we're shitting on this guy for being garbage and not, not, not making the effort to, to say, okay, listen to his daughter, basically just listen yeah. and realize that she's her own little person, her own little entity with her own little opinions. And if you don't have a little empathy for them and don't not just go, no, you're a dumb kid. Do what I say. Doesn't work. That's the way of the past. That was an '80s way of thinking. Beat your kids and tell them to do what you say, not what you do. It, welcome to the, to the post millennium, motherfucker. It's time to wake up. That's not how we roll. So now we'll go to Mark's side. Mark has Parker, and so this is a fresh kid. You, oh uh, no, <laughs> Brand I'm new. fresh uh, out the crops. Fresh out the crops. Placenta everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hang on, let's just wipe that off. All right, so I'll clean that off. And now, so you're with the girl, or when the kid came out, was the relationship dead? Uh, no, we, we were together. So we were together. You were together. And it was local? Uh, yes. Schwa local, right? Well, well, she was from 45 minutes away, and then she ended up moving here, which... Okay, okay. So you've got the other kid, and you've, um, Ethan, and how are things with him when you're... Like, does he know this girl? Is Are you seeing him on a regular basis? What's Ethan's He'd, relationship uh, at the time? He... He... Kind of built up a little something like we would do something called park hopping, and okay. then we'd go from park to park to park to park to park to park. That's fun, and uh, and he enjoyed it, and and she was part of this, and and so that kind of built up like a small a little relationship. Okay, okay, okay. So things are okay with that kid, and you you have this one. How long when did the breakup happens and it's a done deal? How long into the new kid's life? Months or years? Uh, a year. About a year. Always seems to be. At the, it's like everybody's willing to give it 12 months. Well, and after 12 you know, months was, of, it, it of was, the struggle of having the newborn, you know, the sleepless nights, the who's working, I'm not working, not seeing your friends, not going out, your sore ass titties, which make you miserable. <laughs> no, it's true. It's all part of the process, well, right? Yeah. But you know, the, it, was, it was actually just shy. I mean, the, and rela- the money the, the for the formula. Was, Holy shit. The relationship was, was like just more than a year. Yeah. And, and, uh, but like with the Did child. Did you get her pregnant by accident or was this planned? This, this was an accident. <laughs> but, but, but like, not but to like, laugh, but no, I figured as no, much. No, 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 no. But, but I, I also think it was part of a scheme. You got a thing. lame pullout game, buddy. Like, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just like, teasing my. Like, I'm just I, teasing. I think this was like a scheme. Yeah. Like, it, like it was planned. I've had girls flat out be like, "I have an IUD. You can come with me," and I, that is not the case. Yeah. No, but like she had like uh, a miscarriage when she was 18. Okay. And then I think like in picking me as this prey, and I'm gonna s- use this scenario and picking me as the prey is like, okay, this guy's. But got he a kid. can say that now after the struggle. You gotta understand the struggle at the end of it, which yeah. is why it seems like that, right? Yeah. Because it was very malicious at the end. Yeah. Which is the so, issue. So in the, so in the beginning of the pregnancy, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm pregnant. And like, sheer panic sets in. I'm like, oh, oh my god, heavy breathing, and sweating. You're not, are you talking with Mark at all? No, are you no, guys? No, but no, you guys, this is no. this is a no talk period. Yeah. 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 Okay. So so this was like sheer panic kind of thing, and uh, and then like a couple weeks later comes that discussion with like, well, I guess if I'm pregnant, you know, you, we don't need to use a condom, and I was still using condoms up at this point, and so and so <laughs> oh. you know, and then like. The condom goes, and then uh, you know the the uh, let's just say uh, the release date changes. <laughs> <laughs> the release date changes. Oh, I love that. Okay. The release date changes. Okay, so <laughs> by a month or so, it's like oh, that's mysteriously coincidental. Okay, so um, so you you the kid's kind of a surprise. Kid comes out, you're trying to make it work. So give me the description. So I'm trying to get back into the mode where now you've had to leave. You're fighting for the kid and you end up back with Tamara. So how does that all, that process pan out? So what, what's the break? What breaks you up? Like, what is it? That, is it the kid? Is it money? Is it the fact that you, you're playing music? What, what set her off to be a psycho bitch? Her, her family kicked me out. Why did your family kick you out? Her family just kicked me out. Just said that I was gone. Actually, it was because I I had uh, another child. So this other child, first they would uh, first they would say like, "Oh, you, you you're spending money on gas to go see your other child." Yes, yes, yes I am. I have a court order to see my other child. Yeah. Oh well, that's not going to do. That money should be going towards your baby. You know. And since you're not doing that, you're out. Oh, and you. <sighs> And it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm out. Yeah, you're out. By uh, like this was just around Christmas, and it's like you're out at Christmas. And then she had convinced her family to let me stay until New Year's, and then New Year's I was out. But because it was suddenly, I had to quit a job. Yeah, you. Yeah. That's. I had to quit a job. I had no time, and like it was brought up in court. Like, oh yeah, well you were the one who chose to move back to Oshawa. I'm like, it's where I had a safety net. Essentially, I had something to go back to. Otherwise, it's I'd also be, where all your family are. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be out in Oakville, Georgetown area, just kind of screwed, homeless, trying to make it work. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that territory, but it's, it's, it's not a, the cheapest place to live. It's, it's a lot more expensive than out here. Like be like Oakville's is the rich. It's Greenwich, <laughs> Connecticut of Canada. It yeah. flat out is. That's yeah. our that's our Greenwich. That's where the rich people go. Yeah. That and what's that fucking little bit of North Toronto that uh, that Drake lives? You know where Drake's house, the current house is there. Just oh, um, what's it called? Oh my God, Not Forest Hill. Yeah. Is that Forest yeah, yeah, Forest? Yeah. So Forest Hill and Oakville are are like that's where you know the rich. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I'm going to move to Oakville <laughs> for less than $3,000 a month. Yeah, okay. So, so when, uh, when I was kicked out and came back to Oshawa and then, and then started, uh, the denial. So now here comes the beginning of I'm coming to pick up Parker. Well, first it was on I'm, I'm coming Sunday to, and they're like, fuck you. First it was, I'm coming out to see you guys. And then I get, uh, the threat from her father. Like, you know, you're not coming out here. You come out here again. I'll kick your ass. And then he's like, Oh, and if oh you, so her dad's threatening to physically accost you. If you see your son, 
Yeah. See, and this is when it gets complicated. This is what, oh shit, okay, I'm sorry guys. This is why I didn't have kids. <laughs> Holy shit. Because I'll tell you right now, this is, because now you're stuck. You're a shitty dad and a bad influence if you fuck that dad up. That's me. I'll roll up and be like, hey, I'm here to see my kid. You want to fucking make a scene, asshole? I hope you brought friends and weapons. Like, I'm serious. That's me. But that's that's why I didn't have kids, because that's not how you deal with that situation. Yeah. You deal with it the way Mark did, which is why me and Mark are, we're such a good dynamic. We, he's so good at calming me down, and I remind him of his crazy days, and it makes us a good dynamic, because, yeah. It's pretty, so you funny, did, when, it's you pretty did, funny when you're like, I didn't see that side of you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah but when he tells me funny. these stories, I can see the red in his eyes. So, like, okay, so you can't go kick dad's asshole. Oh, you want to? So bad. Oh, uh, okay, so anyway, so what do you do in a situation now where you're being thrown? Threatened to be physically so then, accosted. To so at this time, I was still essentially with her, and I said, "If I have to file papers to see my kid, I we're, will." We're, we're obviously through. And then she's like, "You don't have to do that." I'm like, "Well, your dad just threatened me." And it's like, "Oh, well, my dad's denying doing that." I'm like, "Your dad just threatened me. This is what happened. I'm filing papers to see my kid." And then so I file papers, and then she's just like, "Okay." Here's a CAS case against you. Here's another CAS case against uh, you. And I'm like, oh, so now I'm going through the ringer. Now, okay, so she fought, you fought. Okay, now this is, I want to get a little, if you don't mind, I want to get a little specific because other people out there listen to this and I want to, like I say, we raise the stigma off this shit. Um, so when you say file paperwork to see your kid, what does that entail? That entails you going to a government entity to say, they're telling me I'm not allowed to see my kid. For and then they, do they have to, in that, this is before the CAS, do they evaluate anything about you? Before they they look, go into this, so you had to get a lawyer. Uh, so, or first, do you just go to a government off, body? First off, you can go to uh, your town your town hall and, and request to talk to a lawyer. Uh, family law, yeah, pro counsel. bono family law. Yeah, just family law counsel who will say yes, file the papers. And then when I'm trying to file the papers, and they say, "Oh, she's not here." Yeah, you can't do it here. You have to do it out there. And it's like, oh fuck. So now I have to travel. So now right it's there. your gas money, which I mean I know it wasn't two bucks a liter then, but still yeah. it's your it's your time, money, and your bullshit to but I mean you got nothing better to do, it's not like you're seeing your kid, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how I that's how I look at it as the, the 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 kid that no one made that effort for. That it's like, well, go file the paperwork, prick job, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how we look at it. So you did it. You go file the paperwork and now is there an evaluation of you at all yet? No, no. Okay, no. so so at this time uh, after I filed the paperwork and all this stuff, um, she doesn't have it or anything, but she's texting me, come get your stuff. So it's like, yeah. okay, so I go to get my stuff. And then while there, I'm like, can I see him? Yeah. And it's, no, you can't. What do you mean? I can't. I'm right here. I drove out to see him. Yeah. No, you drove out to get your stuff. Get your stuff. Yeah, this so, is, oh, man. So then I do the... I knew this would be a hard episode to listen, yeah. to, to deal with. So I do that whole 911 thing. Anybody who fucks with Mark <laughs> is fucking with me, you know? Anyways, okay, was, me, and Tim, me and Tamara both sitting here with red faces. Yeah. Like, yeah, we want to hurt people. Anyways, okay, go so, ahead. I, so I do the 911 call. I'm like, I'm just being denied. Can you guys come out? And like, this is before I knew the CAS case existed. And so the cops come out. It's like, uh, so he's not going to go anywhere with your kid. He just wants to see his kid. He, uh, you guys are saying it's cold out. His car's been running. He just wants to sit with a kid in, the, in, the, in his car. We can stay here the entire time if you just let him see for 15 minutes. Yeah. And, then they, and then she says, no, there's a CAS ca case against this him. Is and the cops come it. down to me. Oh, so you have a CAS case against you, so we can't. And this. you and this is how you find out. Uh, yeah. So I'd also like to point this out about the system, okay? Because the, there is a problem with people, obviously. This is a delicate system that needs to be put in place for idiots who are trying to fuck other people out of seeing their children who are who should be seeing them. We have some people who shouldn't be seeing them, who are too stupid to 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 keep 
uh, negative, very negative, like like ruin your kids' life situations from happening. And then we've got you're not allowed to hang out with your kids for 15 minutes in a car with police supervision. Like, is there a fucking middle ground? It's the court's job to find it. And this is where I think the problems lie. You should have known about that case. Like I'm telling now, everything's electronic. If someone's filing some CAS shit against you, it should be emailed to you immediately. Everyone's got a fucking email, all that kind of bullshit. Y'all tell you right now, as soon as your birthday comes, they email you about your traffic tickets. As soon as your birthday comes, they email you about your fucking sticker and your fucking health card whatever else the government wants to fuck you out of money for they know where you are then but if you get someone's trying to take your kid from you you find out the day the kid leaves yeah. oh okay all right it's nice to know they're working on our system. i don't like that already we need to step up the family law section because you should have known what you were walking into you walked into a shit storm that was how many an hour drive away yeah. yeah, see, that's diff that's ridiculous to me. That's fucked up. But this is one of those unique situations where if it was Taya's dad, it's like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Like, so the, uh, I understand that the system is a little bit, yeah, whatever. If you're not willing to file paperwork and drive and do all these things, you don't get to see your kid. But then I hear Mark's story and I think, why are you making this motherfucker work so hard? He's a good dad. It's where was that filed? Where did just, actually Sorry. we never talk? Keep about it that. in the table, man. I'm moving around a lot. <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm as a dude that comes from a broken family that didn't yeah. give a fuck about getting back together. It's just killing me to see but, this is what they put you through to do yeah. it. Well, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about that actually. Where did she file that? Because I had a different experience Milton. with Taya with the the incident. So I'm because. So, so yeah, yeah. Milton. It was filed it's in, in Milton, Milton, which is west of Toronto okay. by about forty five minutes. So with Taya's dad and his lovely family <laughs> after the incident um they tried to call cas on me multiple times saying that i was like mal harming or yeah whatever. hurting the All kid stuff, bad mom like, it didn't go anywhere but cas would call me and be like hey like we're just doing our due diligence we have to call you to say this as they have to do props whatever. To, by the way props to cas that's a hard job i'm not shitting on yeah. i'll shit on family law and the way it's handled all day but i will not shit on cas because it's a hard job anybody that works that yeah. job's got the hard job well, they were great they were like you know every they time can't, they i've heard stories like, that they are pretty fucking reasonable they are and they're not i had my not they're, so great experiences yeah 50. okay but when they would call they would be like yeah like we're not doing anything with this. Like, yeah, we know I've had that a, whatever's going these, on. Like, yeah. we're just calling you to let if you know. If it's blatant bullshit, they seem yeah. to be okay and, at calling it. And they it. knew that, so it, it was fine, but it, it was ridiculous, too. So, but they had to come and inspect your house and stuff? No, they did his. Okay, they did um, his, but not but you. But they didn't have to do ours. Okay, good, 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 good to hear. All right, anyway, so that's what, yeah, so that's the one side of it. Now, so keep going. So you're, you filed this, she's filed, what did she say? When she filed the CAS stuff, what was she saying about you that was making you seem unfit? And I mean, I know you, our listeners know you you know what i mean well, I, I, we're going to be able to see through the truth but what was her so, claim so it was i mean it had to have been in, in agreement with her friend so her best so her best friend, oh they do that so I, you yeah. know about oh, my yeah, experience yeah. with with so, my ex and her kid and if they had actually gotten together and planned stuff they could have put me in prison forever yeah. but they're too goddamn useless and stupid to even do so that there, there was a, a trip to uh square one mall in mississauga one time and with her friend in the car uh i was talking to her friend and i just kind of said yeah i'm like there are some days that the, the back and forth is so frustrating that I just wish I could turn my car into oncoming traffic sometimes. <laughs> right. And, and, just, just a and, general conversation. Yeah. And that was used Against to, you. to NCAS saying, this is what he said, but with his kids in the car. I'm like, nope, that, I don't want to, kill my kids why no that Ooh, they're the that, things, see it's and you the can, things keeping me alive that's easy to, to do though to say oh he said this at this one time. like you could do that but look at me if, if you got mad at me one day how much shit could you fucking well alex said this one day and make me look unfit <laughs> and you could do it to anybody i just make sure i just make it available for everybody on this but i think you could literally i think you could do that with anyone including the nicest sweetest little grandma you could yeah. catch them saying 
<laughs> well, I've had better days. She said she had better days. Grandma's going crazy and sucks suicidal. Lock her up. She said they're better days. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what? A, well, I, I, I did say that they had better days, but I'm not sure about this suicide thing. She's so quick to jump on the ball, Tate. Now I'm in a home. Oh, my. <laughs> Get that inheritance. No, but that's, that's you know what I mean? That's what yeah. it kind of seems like to me. It's just very. So CAS now thinks you're suicidal. Yeah. So how do you prove to them you're not? So now, right now, you're not. They tell you're not allowed to see your kid because she's got these cases, and according to these cases, you're an unfit father, right. in the in the eyes of the law. So now you're unfit father who can't see the kid. All these cases you filed your I want to see my kid paperwork, but that's nothing now because of these CAS yeah. files. So what's now is the lawyers but, our next process, but, next step. But to <laughs> to to actually give props to somebody if you're trying to talk shit about some somebody and you know they're depressed right you can use that against them oh no he's depressed yeah he was talking to the doctors he's on antidepressants and blah blah and then but then you can say to your CAS worker so uh i got on pills why because i want to live for my kids i sought help because yeah see that but if you can use this is this is fucking delicate yeah. Because you can say, oh, he's on pills, he's unfit. Well, he's on the pills because he wants to be fit. Like, it's, it's, and this is where mental illness and, like, my whole, you know, talking about BP and all this shit, like, that's, this is why it's, it's so fun to say the stigma has to leave. It's, it, of course, it has to leave. It's easy for the fucking crazy people to say that. We're the crazy ones that want you to quit judging us so hard. You know what I mean? But on the flip side of this, you also have to realize that crazy people, people are crazy and 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 allow them the opportunity to get better yeah and and a lot of those people have yeah so this is a, one of those weird situations where now this is where the family law has to do its actual fucking job and step up and evaluate uh because if you are suicidal and you are in a bad place i don't want that kid around you i, yeah. I think they need to you know there are people that were in your situation where the dad i i, I actually remember that jessica <laughs> remember the jess girl i, t I showed you the yeah. message of that offed herself she's a two-year-old yeah. You know, like it, so they need to make sure you're not that you're not Jess yeah. and you're not going to leave your two year old behind. So I do respect that they need to do that. But at the same time, you have a right to get better and to seek mental help yeah. in this fucking country without persecution or being shit on by your job, your employer, any, I've been fired from jobs over my mental shit. I've, I've had all kinds of shit go down. I've yeah. been, I've had government agencies deny me money over my mental illness. It's insane what they'll do. It is still that that's where the stigma needs to be lifted. That depressed Mark should be allowed to be depressed and want to get better and still see his children. Anyways, yeah. I'm done the rant. So, I mean, from there, it comes to the courtrooms and, and in court. It's How like, many years and months of fighting? So, okay, so you have the kid. It's a year old. So I don't mean to cut you off too much, but I, yeah. I want to get timelines. Yeah. So I, it, it was basically uh, two years in the court. Two So the kid's almost three before you really get to lay eyes on him proper. Yeah. Fuck me, eh? Fucking like, and that's bullshit. I mean, for the rest of your life, you'll be like, wish I had more uh, input on those three years. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. Now, I'm sure you'll make up for it. I'm not worried. Even, yeah. You know, the oldest has turned into such a great kid and all that. We're not worried. But yeah. you, it's, I mean, like you said, as a dad, it doesn't make a difference when you're home six days a week and don't see him. Yeah. You get to see him on day seven. It doesn't matter. Those six days, all you think about is the seven. Yeah. So uh, I do want to say, uh, while waiting for like the court applications and everything to like go through, there were five months uh, that went by where I didn't get to see Parker at and all, at all. And and he's one at this one, one and a half. He's and young, young. During these five months was his first birthday, so I'm at work on his first birthday. 
I'm actually getting a little yeah. emotional here. Yeah. I'm at work on his first birthday and I just start bawling. And yeah. everyone's like, what happened? Everyone's like, what's and wrong? Had, and I had to I had jet. to leave. And then, uh, but. Mark, man. But my, my boss knew because she kept my ex on Instagram simply to see pictures of Parker. Yeah. And she knew. So she chased after me and she's like, I know. I, I know got why. you. I got yeah. you. See, those are good friends. You know what I mean? Like when I got divorced and I was, I, was, I don't know. I, was in, I, uh, I had some bad a lot of drugs involved. Like, I mean, that's the issue too. When you see, I have a lot of respect for you because you have to stay straight and narrow to get through these struggles. Like you yeah. can't run to booze or drugs or, or depression and just go in a ball and say, fuck it. You got to be your best self to fight for that kid. Yeah. And I have so much respect for it, Mark. You don't even fucking get it. Cause I would have just gotten a fucking an eight ball and a bunch of fucking booze and a bunch of weed and a bunch of mushrooms and disappeared for and a month. Cause that's what the fuck I did when I got divorced. I'm telling there, you. There's a large chunk of people that would. I, I mean, know you're that, not one of them. And I said that puts like, you in the God amongst men category. It really fucking does. Yeah. I'm telling you, especially considering you've lost your own parents at young ages and yeah. all that bullshit. Well, that, that's part of it, right? So Huge I part mean, of everybody it. has their, their, I guess that coping. was part of the motivating to you to say, you know what? I didn't get my, my dad passed so young. I don't want him to have to deal with that. I got to yeah, fight for this. Exactly. But um, that struggle was worth it in the end because I remember you talking about giving him that Xbox oh, yeah. or giving the oldest year. Actually, I guess it was the eldest guy the Xbox, but you know, just having this Christmas after all that. So you, he was about three and he's seven now, seven or eight. He's, he turns eight in June, eight in June. Okay. Okay. So then it's been like, that's like four, four or five years ago now. So it's been like almost four or five years of that. He's almost completely forgotten about it. Doesn't even probably remember that dad wasn't around time. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. To him, it's just like, oh yeah, you weren't there for a little bit. I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but so that's cool. But like, fuck man, like that. Oh, that's, that's a hell of a struggle to do. I want you to tell me about the supervised visits though. Have we talked about this on air? I don't know if we talked about it on air. We, we loosely did. Did we? Cause that's what blows my mind. Yeah, Cause he talked about his ringtones. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So the Blue Mountain told me about the yeah. You had a, an inappropriate ringtone, and yeah. now you're in a room with CAS, hanging out with your youngest. So at the at the access center, you have to allow 15 minutes for the parent to leave, just so that they know that you aren't going to follow the parent because some people may do that and murder them in the yeah. streets for so keeping I'm your kids just, from you. So I'm just waiting in the access center, and I'm a big fan of the show Blue Mountain State, and there's like a crazy coked out. Uh, football player named Thad Castle, who <laughs> walking by one of the other supporting athletes and actors says, aren't you going to slap my ass? <laughs> for for the sportsmanship. Yeah, for so the I sportsman. took that little clip. Aren't you going to slap my ass? As my text message notification. Aren't you going to slap aren't you, aren't you, aren't you my ass? And as my mom's out in the car, more or less waiting for me to come out to, to, to see how things went, I get this notification. Aren't you going to slap my ass? I'm like, oh. <gasps> Oh, that's from a show. That is from a show. I swear I'm not a pervert. You know, I'm like shouting this in the access center. No, I promise you, all good over here. <laughs> and I mean, with CAS, you don't know if you're going to get like a cool, chill, regular, working class, middle yeah. class student. Like, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm here to make sure you're not a fucking psycho with your kids. Anyways, I'll be in this room. Or if you're going to get, hi, I'm Judy from the Christian Retreat. I'm here to make sure that you and your child have a wonderful afternoon. <laughs> you know, you don't know if you're going to get that bitch. If she heard, won't you slap my ass? That's going in the file. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a buddy over there is like, oh, I like that show. You know what I mean? He's not. And you don't know who you're going to get. 
you know, yeah. I got yeah. friends that work at CAS. Um, I don't know if I could shout her out. I don't know if I can or not, but either way, she's a good friend of mine. I've known for many, 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 many years. Jesse's sister, we'll call her. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and she's, she's a really good friend of mine. Um, I've known her since probably grade six or seven. And I remember when she first was in school, you go to social services school. I have to do your college undergrad, then you go to university for for it, and and that's how you work your way into to do. Um, this girl was crazy because she's like, I want to be the one that takes the kids. Like, I want to go and remove them from the bad situations. I was like, Why? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's literally like saying. Uh, I'd like to work at the gates of hell and just like yeah. tell people they're, you know, or, or, or just, you know, yeah, 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 you're going to burn. You're going to go to this pit and you're going <laughs> to, hi, I'm Jesse's sister and this is jackass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking burp. That's so funny. But yeah. And she <laughs> just runs in. These kids are being abused. I'm going to take them <laughs> live on film. No, but, and then I remember um, hearing about, you know, reading her Facebook statuses and stuff once she graduated and got the job, just how hard it was. Like she it even hit her a person fully prepared to go do it pretty hard how difficult some of the situations were especially if you were removing the kids from a situation you didn't think you needed to remove them from that's when it gets tough when they're in a bad spot and you know they're going to be in the system but better off it's different so anyways the supervised visit thing i just wanted to briefly talk about because for me i think that would be the hardest part because the, just the the shot to your ego. I remember Chris Rock talking about how he had to send or have them come to his house and show them pictures of his food yeah. and the beds that the kids stayed in because his... So Chris Rock cheated on his wife and she took him to town and he fully goes, I fucked up. I cheated on a black woman and she took all my money. That's what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he admits that he fucked up but he flat out is like the... He's like, what have you heard about me? I'm Chris fucking Rock. You want to see pictures of the food in my house? Yeah. You know, like, that's how ridiculous it is. Even a fucking celebrity with millions in the bank has to prove these things. Like, it's yeah. fucking... It, well, when you have, like, your ex claiming, like, oh, he doesn't know how to change a diaper. Well, and that's then, what they do. Then, they all then, do that, though. And then you have, like, two access center people kind of over your shoulder watching you. No, this is... I'm doing it. You know, fold the flap. Yeah, got it. Okay, we're good. Did I do that okay? Good. But the, yeah, yeah. Look, I like how. I wish you could see Mark looking up at all. Like, the, yeah. it just reminds me of like the Jedi Council. Like you're like, hey, did I do it right? Did I do it right? It was just, you know, <laughs> is this good enough? Like I, oh my god. And I'm pretty like this is what I want to know. So if you showed up and he's like, oh, here's how to change diaper. If you take your phone out and you sat it on the table and you had a YouTube video and you sat your baby beside it and you did the how-to video and yeah. then said, I didn't know how to do it, but I learned right the fuck in front of you. Is that acceptable? Like that's what I'm wondering. Like. I wouldn't know pain, how to change the, the diaper the right in, now. It's been 15 years since I changed the diaper. The pain in the ass is you can take pictures, but you can't take videos. So, okay. Okay. so like I got a picture, a nice picture of Parker smiling. That's great. But when he's playing and, and can't take just kind of bouncing and laughing and stuff, you can't. That's funny. I, <laughs> I took it. Why? Because you they, might enjoy it too much. No, no, no. Because they think you might get somebody else's kid in the video, even if you didn't. So like, oh, there's I, other kids in the room, eh? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I so, didn't know that. So like, I. That's I what I mean video. by like really explain. I the took situation. a video and I showed them the video. I'm like, there's no other kids, and they're like, you still have to delete it because you're not allowed to have videos. Well, fuck. Okay, so then I deleted. Just go into your trash and what, remove what, it. What, yeah, why'd you, you show them the video in the first place then? No, because they saw me. Ah, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with her though. Trash, trash fold. Just easy to do. <laughs> yeah, and nothing's actually, nothing's actually gone. Yeah. Oh man, but um, so the process of trying to see them again and doing all of that kind of blows my mind. But at the end of it, you've managed to get through all of it, and you guys have pretty. I don't know. I'd say relatively normal kids. Tay, yeah. Tay is like I said. Tay can be a pain in the ass, but she's like oh, yeah. the most individual kid. She's her own little personality, and like 
she's the coolest 13. You're like, I, I, I just, I think that you, I live vicariously through other people's children because I don't fucking have any. Yeah. You know, my friend Det's got a uh, little Lyle and I love that kid. He's like my favorite dude. We're having chili dogs and Sonic this week. I can't wait. Uh, I took them to see the Sonic movie and he was like, I would say, I think I talked about this on the shop pod. The, one of the best experiences of my life was just watching another child their jaw hit the floor to Sonic. I'm like, oh, are you seeing this? He'd look over at me and then he'd look at the other people in the theater and he'd be like, are you seeing this? Is that supersonic? Is that the chaos emerald? Holy shit. Like that, yeah. I made, so I could just imagine when it's actually yours, you know, what what that can be like. So I don't know. I've enjoyed having, having Tamara on and shooting the shit about this stuff. Is there, what else about this do we want to get knocked what out? I, what I do love actually is uh, when it comes to her daughter is... Even though she does her own thing, she does enjoy people getting gifts. Yes. So she like... That's a hard thing to teach a kid, to be yeah. able to be happy for another person's yeah. happiness. Yeah. Because so, as a kid, you're jealous. I was jealous of every fucking kid that had Pokemon cards yeah. I didn't have. So she knows I love Deadpool, and she she was like, oh, mom, can we get Mark the Deadpool pajama pants? Oh, that's so, cool. And so, so she got me the Deadpool pajama pants, even when it came down to the popcorn, which we yep. talked about before. Yep. She, she, got, she gave me the popcorn. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And speaking of that popcorn, I'm going to snatch a little handful of that before I leave. It's and delicious. As I do every week I come now. It's like my fucking weekly thing. I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> I got to say, when are we doing another Hot Ones episode? It's a matter of money. and It is. We're all broke as fuck. We're, we're broke? Does anyone want to donate 50 bucks to the shot pod so we can buy some sauces? <laughs> no, but so... In regards to uh, the funds actually going forward, as right now we have uh, the merchandise thing, but uh, I'm thinking of another source for it. Yeah, so right now we have a merch, but it's a Amer- it's an American shop that's that sets it up because you can they'll basically print anything. You yeah. know what I mean? And we have uh, shot pod sweaters and the t-shirts and stuff, so you can buy stuff through the site, but the shipping is a little hefty it because can, it's it a, can be yeah. so we're trying to find a canadian source place where we can do the same thing where we just send them our logo and it's yeah. ready to go on demand but, but but in the meantime going forward with uh as my regular work cycles i plan on just buying one piece of merch each uh each pay so each that pay. i can have prizes or for interaction pri- yes and then uh, this will be out after that but my birthday will be this Friday so I can't wait to talk about how that goes and um, I'll probably have you're wearing your present you I'm got wearing the my hoodie. present yeah I'll just <laughs> I wish we had cannons next next maybe by the end of the summer or next summer we'll have shot pot shirt cannons <laughs> yeah. we'll just walk around the city and shoot people with shirts some little six year old kid walking out of a hair shop boom shot pot shirt for you little kid <laughs> some hot girl comes out of the salon oh my god check out my new nails look at this I got a snowflake on this one boom shot pot shirt get around oh, oh my god my stomach oh, what a- Oh, it fits so nice. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a shot pot shirt. Oh, right in the nuts. Oh, yeah. you got shot it in the nuts. Oh, who else? Oh, the mayor of Oshawa is up there. She's like, oh, I'm going to, this is my candidacy. I'm just, oh, boom, shot with a shot pot shirt. Mod right Flanders dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. So we wanted to marry all the crackheads in downtown yeah. Oshawa running around with shot pod shirts on. <laughs> I got this free shirt from this little blonde kid. Yeah. <laughs> free promo through the crackheads. So we've talked about loosely and mentioned uh, some of the struggles that I had when it came to parenting. And we wanted to marry on to kind of give the other perspective. Uh, so we've had the female side, the guy side now. And it's oh, like, just don't be a shitty parent. 
I mean, one of the tougher things that I talk- Or if you're going to be, maybe don't have kids. You yeah. know, this is, I mean, we could get into a pro-abortion talk here if we really want. I don't know where you guys stand on this shit, but that's a big thing right now. It's it a big topic. I yeah. see a lot of girls. We don't have an opinion. Me and Mark do not have an opinion because we have penises. But if I did, it would be pro. It would be, I don't understand why anybody can tell someone else what they're allowed to not do and do, do and not do. It doesn't make, it's just the same as the vax thing. You have to get a vax. You're not allowed to well, get an abortion. What's the fucking difference? Well, don't tell me what I to mean, do. Tr tricky, tricky thing with that. Um, so some people will say like, well, just get a vasectomy if you're the guy. I would. So, I'd be, dude, so, I would have gotten one at 14. I'm, so I'm going to say, well, I've been snipped and I, and I can say. You can undo that. Yeah. I can, yeah, that's not good. That's why happen. it's a better, but I'm saying that's why. <laughs> no, but, but, but what I'm saying. Fair, so it's good. What <laughs> I'm, but what I'm saying is uh, my dad. Before he passed, he had a vasectomy, and nine months later, my sister was born. <laughs> oh, so they don't always work. No. <laughs> but this is the thing. I, I heard somebody say, or I see posts from the ladies online all the time, and every idea I see is great, and I agree with them, and I'm like, I'd do that in a heartbeat. The male pill, I'm fucking yeah. amazing at remembering things. I've had to remind every... Oh, I get frustrated. Every broad <laughs> I've ever fucking been with, I have to get out. Did you take that pill yet? Like, Because I want, I'm want. i going to make sure you did. Like, I'm, I'm very... I remember having phone set up, or alarm set on my phone specifically for the ex-wife because I was just like, no kids yet, no kids yet. <laughs> I, I just... You know, it's it's not that hard to be responsible. There's a Tom McDonald song, My Generation Needs a Bunch of Free Condoms because common sense ain't that common. Yeah. It's true. We don't know how to pull. Our, our pull-out game is all as bad as Mark's these days. So we have quick, <laughs> quick little uh, funny story. So when I went in to get the snippy snip. Snip, snip, snip. The doctors at the hospital will, re will recommend you go to a grocery store and buy yourself some frozen veggies. To for your testes. For the, veggies for, for your testes. For the swelling. So I go into a store. I'm like, all right, let's grab this bag of peas. I grab the bag of peas. There's a single pea caught in a screw hole in the freezer. And I'm pulling this bag. I'm like, what the? Why isn't it coming? And the and entire bag rips and peas go all over the floor. I pick up another another bag and I'm waddling away. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> With the wake of your destruction behind you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah somewhere. He didn't mention the part where as soon as he left the aisle, an 86 yeah. year old woman stepped on the peas and had a Flintstones moment and then crashed and, into a freezer. And right now. A Freshco employee, if they hear this episode, is thinking, you're the fucking guy? You're I that remember guy? that day. That's why dad walks with a limp now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Shot pod, man. Oh, my God. We're making enemies every week. Oh, my Jesus. Speaking, okay, so, yeah, speaking of, um, I posted a thing on Facebook the other day. And uh, I had some people share it about the gas. <laughs> what I posted was, we all need to go to a gas station and everyone, we have to pick a time, pick a day, and f everyone fills up and just fucking leaves. What are they going to do? Arrest a thousand bazillion people? And I mean, I mean, it's a severe thing, but like this gas thing's getting out of hand. It's now it's three dollars a liter in Vancouver. It's official. Yeah, three dollars a liter. What are we going to do, guys? Like, I'm I'm not saying this is a uh, I'm not in the Molotov cocktail realm here. Like, I'm trying to be re like real, like actually realistic. What can we do to like to protest the? We, the I want to point out. You just said you're being actually realistic. So before, when he was talking about Molotovs, <laughs> he wasn't being. That's not real. realistic, right? It's not realistic to do it. I want to do it, but it, it, I mean, you will you will go to jail. So like, and well, and, and I'm thinking like you will be charged for stealing gas. Like it's, it's an issue, but I, 
I, as a protester, would be willing to deal with the the charge and probably pay the the money after they catch you. But it would be the the point would be on the day of the, all the money they lost. You know, all the and if and if all imagine the like how how many cops would be like fuck this? I'm not even filing if, if it was like ten literally ten thousand. I'm talking big. If it's ten people, it's not going to work. If it's a hundred people, it's not going to work. We're talking about billion dollar companies. Suncorp needs to take notice that four hundred shell locations got fucked out of gas at 1 p.m. on this day. It needs to be organized. It needs to be big. And and maybe someone will pay attention. I don't know. Maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe we should do... I just... We went, oh, yeah. We, you're, you're totally going to be arrested like yeah, Tamara Lynch like from the Freedom Convoy. But, we, yeah. but we, went to, we went to Ottawa, right? And, yeah. and they've, they arrested people for that and there was honking and there was shit going on. Like, we did something. You know, what do we do about gas? I don't know what to do. I just, I don't see this. I don't see, I, I can't, it you can't need, keep. You need, you need that. Uh, it can't keep going. Voting is not going to make a difference. This election means zero because we're either going to pay more for gas or pay more for hydro. There's your options. Go vote no, and enjoy no, no. it. I mean, if everybody was on the same page, the uh, Ontario party there, they, they. But they're not. They've already pledged that they would get rid of the PST on it, the provincial sales tax. Doesn't matter. Justin it, will, it Justin just, will just put the, the, the yeah. GST up or in, implement a bigger carbon tax. It's all part of the plan. We need solutions. Yeah. They, it needs to be a buck fifty. A buck fifty was a, a realistic number. It was still high. It needs to go there, stay there. And I'm I'm dead serious. Like I'm open to ideas. Some type of pro pe peaceful protests seem to be working real well, don't they, guys? Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, that guy's still in jail from the Freedom Convoy. Uh, buddy, buddy's husband there, the lady that ran the convoy. Like they're still fighting to get him out on bail because they took all the money and froze all the accounts. So what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I don't know. I'm down for ideas. I have a Facebook thing I've been sharing. And I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it, but we should do something about this gas shit. The problem is, is that um, the thing I don't like about that idea is that I used to work for gas station. Like I'm a very, I, I don't just make talk to shit guys. I educate myself. So at these gas stations don't make money. They're independently owned by a person and they yeah. buy or franchise from Sun Shell Corp or Petro. And so there's a reason you go to the fucking pump and it's like, come inside and buy a chocolate bar. And you go inside and they're like, look, there's, look, please buy things. That's their, they literally only, only make money on the food and the bullshit in store. Yeah. They buy the gas and have it put in the ground and they sell the gas at what they're told to. And they send that money directly to the corp. So they don't. Now here's the thing. This is where it gets messy. If someone steals gas, it's on you. So that's how they fuck you, okay? That's the big corporations covering their ass. If we did this and we all stole gas, the independent middle class people just like us that run the shop, maybe not just like us, they probably have bigger houses and drive Range Rovers, but still, <laughs> they're, they're, they're people that pay taxes and have kids or go to school. Like, they're not rich. They own a gas station, just like buddy who owns a restaurant. You know, I got friends that own, you know, my buddy Suresh owns the general downtown Oshawa. He's not a billionaire. He lives in a house the same size as yours, right? So they're the ones that would suffer. They would probably be the ones ending up paying for all the gas we stole if we did do it. And I don't want to hurt them. I want to hurt the big boys. So that's why it's like I've, I thought about it and then I dug into it and thought it wouldn't really even make a difference. No. But it would, it would make news. If 10,000 stations had it all happened, if it all happened, if it really happened, it would be in the star. It would be in the sun. It would be on CP24. CP24 would, would definitely... You would like, have gas stations shutting down and the government like, this is what we wanted. Let's put in electrical stations. And you'd be like, I don't know, it blew up in our faces. Maybe. I'll take it. I'll take something different, Mark. Because I can't see this continuing. Like, uh, I'm just... I don't, I don't know where it ends. Like, people can't drive. They cannot. 
They can't do it. I have customers literally calling me saying, I'm canceling this job because I can't afford to drive to work anyway. I'm carpooling. Like, I'm going to be selling more cars than I'm fixing in the next year. Because of these gas, like we got to do, we got to do something. And if this is to push us towards electric, once again, we all know that's not a feasible. Can you afford an electric? If you had to get rid of that journey and get an electric car, how fucked would you be? You'd be fucked. Yeah. And you can't even fucking drive. So no. you'd be complete. Well, you're, I'm saying now you're, you're, is your daddy going to get a hybrid? No, he's not. No. Now you got to get a license and a hybrid, bro. Like you're stuck. That's what they want. And it's bullshit. You can't, you're not going to do it. You're not. The bottom line is, is that there's going to be a lot of people on the bus. Well, that's what they're trying to push, right? The liberals are like, oh, now you can get that oh, fucking ride oh, for four oh, What months. the $8 per ride yeah. fucking Durham region transit that is late, doesn't come. And if it snows, doesn't leave the station. Oh, okay. Then. I mean, that's where everybody needs to take up smoking because if you light a smoke, that bus is coming. You're like, fuck, I just lit it. <laughs> Bullshit, man. No, it's just something's got to get. It's like the power last night. <laughs> yeah. Taya, I'm going to bed. Power comes on. Power comes on. Oh, last night, every time she would go to bed, the power would come on. She'd come out. Then you'd start up a movie. Then the power would go out. She'd go, I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Shot pod with a zero, man. Don't forget to so put the zero in all that shizzle tizzles. All right. I want to thank Tamara. For thanks, being come on, on Tamara, Yay. our producer slash Mars girlfriend. <laughs> also, Taya, thanks you for you know giving birth to her. I can tell she can. I can tell she's thanking she you really now cares. from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mark, for pouring your shit out soul to us with all this crazy kid talk, man. Yeah. We're on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher. There you go. You got it right. You didn't call it Twitter this time. <laughs> Although Twitter's coming soon. 